Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hepe? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Mm, just hanging out in the hideout. Welcome to the hideout. We're ready at 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I'm El Hefe. That is J-Dubs. Tonight, you are somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, pick up the phone. Be somebody in the hideout. Uh, that is Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout. He'll be doing the Hideout Headlines game show in just about 15 minutes. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. You turn them into prizes. Hideout Headlines game show in 15 minutes. Tommy Bateman is our director. He's on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for the Hideout page on realradio.fm. Um, and that's Gibbs, the unpaid producer. He screens your phone calls. Again, it's 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. It is Wednesday night in the hideout, J-Dub, so that means what's on the web. Tonight, what's on the web? Uh, Tommy Bateman scours the Internet and looks for great things to... Uh, Just the oddities that you find on the Internet a lot of times. Just the things that uh, are a little out of the ordinary. To play for you, um, the one thing that you were telling me about just a second ago, I guess we could talk about it more during what's on the web, but I guess MySpace had a tracker to see who was looking at your profile? It was a, a third party uh, that came up with the tracking device, and then MySpace, that bastard Tom, uh, has now had his people go through and strip the code out so you can't track who was visiting your profile. I thought Tom wasn't involved in MySpace anymore. I don't know. He all, still runs. The old root nah. of evil I find in MySpace is Tom. That's, that's, why, that's, that's why he's not on my friends list. That's why my new thing is uh, virtualpursuit.com. Because Virtual Pursuit will actually give suggestions, and they're mm-hmm. like, let's do that. I like it. Let's do it. They're open to the suggestions, unlike MySpace now, which is completely uh, jumped the shark. Hit it's the corporate. T- hit the tipping point, yeah, ever since uh, Murdoch took over. Um, J-Dubs, in addition uh, tonight, speaking of the Internet, and we'll talk about this right before what's on the web, but would you pay for email? Apparently, that is being thrown around, a surcharge for email. Now, there, it's it's specifically because of, kind of because of spammers. Mm-hmm. But they're saying this is now going to start a slippery slope where email will be, um, eventually we'll have to be, have to pay for email the way we pay for regular mail. You know, I wouldn't be too opposed of it if I knew I wasn't getting any spam. You know, if I knew there's no spam involved, it would, uh, not be open to spammers. I would say, yes, I'm, uh, I'm up for it. But if I'm going to get the same crappy email that I'm getting right now, no, I'm not going to pay for it. 
Also tonight, too, J-Dubs, it is, uh, hey, hide out your on-screen phone calls. A lot of audio to play for you, including uh, this Tyra Banks. Mm. All right, so Oprah's getting away with saying stuff on the air, and now Tyra is getting away with saying stuff that we couldn't even begin, that I had to beep out so we can play for you. And the people that we're worried about saying this stuff to is that middle America woman base that is watching Oprah and is watching Tyra Banks. That's who we figure would be offended by these words. But no, they're offended by the people who say them, not the actual words. Exactly. If you or I say them, it's trouble. Mm -hmm. If Tyra or Oprah says, then somehow it's okay and it's educational. So I got that for you, too. Plus, I guess Tyra went undercover and uh, went and acted as a stripper to get into the mind of a stripper. Now, she went and acted like a stripper and everything. Uh, did she marry a guy that wanted to be in uh, NASA and be a uh, a uh, astronaut, and he doesn't want to marry her because she's a stripper? And then they run away from uh, aliens, and uh, her dog jumps into a... No, that was Vivica Fox, and that was Independence Day. Hmm. I thought it was the same girl. Of course you would. You and your friends who were in town over the weekend. They're still here. Some Lay of them, low. <laughs> one of them's in jail now, apparently. He's from Michigan. He got busted for, uh, it seems, sexual misconduct. Oops. Who would have figured that a guy that's leading the white power movement's also inappropriately touching people? A lot of them were at that Deftone show, too. There's like a whole separate section of the crowd for you know uh, what? friends. You know what? I figured they would be there. Uh, and I, I was kind of uh, looking forward to going out there and seeing if they showed up to the Deftone show. Because, you know, uh, they were coming into town. They're figuring, well, let's find out what's going on. Let's and right when they see Deftones, yeah, let's get a few tickets for that. Let's go watch Thrice a Trey and the Deftones. Um, so, Dubs, we have a lot to get to this evening. In addition to that, we also have the uh, sounder for you uh, for you to uh, get qualified for the $500 in gas money. From Shell Fuel Stretch. 407-916-1041, That sounder goes on after the headline game show, which is going on in about 10 minutes here. Mm -hmm. And uh, quarter past the hour, every hour after that? That's right. 8.15, 9.15, 10.15, then on Friday we draw the winner. Matthew, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Uh, guys, I w why aren't you mentioning me anymore? I want to just clear the air and just get this apology out and just Get rid of what happened last night. I mean, I was drunk. Hello? Uh, 407 mm. star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. J-Dubs, we have an all-new website here at Real Radio. Real Radio. Now, here's the thing. The past couple of nights, you and I have bitched mm -hmm. about um, various things. A lot. But we also would like to give kudos when kudos are due. And uh, good job to the web department for creating the all-new uh, RealRadio.fm. Go to RealRadio.fm. The hideout there. The name is um, equal with everybody else. Oh, I thought we were getting that. Oh, no, that's not what we got. Damn. You can see the photos section. You can easily access the hideout podcasting. So it's all there available to you. And I'm going to credit this one up to the heretics who uh, took it upon themselves to kind of uh, get involved and try to get us uh, 
right on that website where everybody else is. So I'd like to give them kudos on it. Absolutely, J-Dubs. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Tell you what, let's take a break early and let's come back and let's get the prize given going. Uh, oh, one more thing we want to mention too. The Hideout Bowling League. Hideout Bowling League is all set and ready. All you have to do is get signed up before 5 o'clock this Saturday. The Hideout Bowling League is at the uh, Brunswick Wakiva Lanes in Apopka on 436, right near 436 and Wakiva Springs. It's your opportunity to come hang out with us. The Bowling League is for six weeks. It's from 5.30 to 7.30 on Sunday or Saturday evenings. Saturday evenings. There's more information on hideoutheretics.net. And I saw the T-shirts for Miller Lite, which are badass because there's Miller Lite dollar drafts, also a Miller Lite pro, uh, trophy at the end of the league. Plus, I mean, more than anything, it's all of us getting together on a Saturday night, and then afterwards we'll probably all go out and find a bar and mm-hmm. just kind of hang out in an impromptu meeting. So uh, all that information on hideoutheretics.net, my new favorite website. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I was on it all day today, reading about something that happened last night mm-hmm. on the show. Um, also tonight, if you want to call now, your chance to win a $25 gift certificate to Johnny's Filling Station, a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Predators versus the, the Los Angeles Avengers Sunday, March 5th. More ticket infos at orlandopredators.com or 40744-PREDS. We got the $20 gift certificate to Wendy's plus a pair of uh, one day, one park passes to Universal Studios from Mardi Gras every Saturday night, now through the 22nd. So, those are just some of the things you can win by being somebody and calling right now with the Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Thank you for joining us. A lot to get done. Just now getting started with the Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Beautiful 2,500 top grain leather sofas starting at 599 wholesale furniture market with over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture. 50 to 70% off every day wholesale furniture market State Road 436 in Castleberry. Next to the Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Time to be a winner with Chunks in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host. Chunks. All right, Chunks, this is your last opportunity. Otherwise, you lose the Hideout Headlines Game Show, and it goes to Tommy Bateman. Ooh. Good job tonight, Chunks. Hey, thanks, man. I'm so, going to be more energetic. Here we go. That's what you want. Uh, let's start off with, uh, that's not a good start for you. Pat in Orlando, you were first up in the Hideout Headlines ca- uh, game show, five categories. Which would you like, world, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Uh, let's do entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Chunks. All right, entertainment today is multiple choice. This actor is allegedly avoiding deposition in a lawsuit aimed at banning a sex tape he made from reaching the public. Is this person Keanu Reeves, Colin Farrell, Scott Stapp, or Rob Lowe? Scott Stapp. No. That is incorrect. Actually, it's Colin Farrell. Uh, I guess he sued this chick. They made a uh, sex tape, and now he's just avoiding deposition from um, from the defense. Did you hear about the like the latest latest sex tape dubs? What one's that? A three way. Between Ted Turner, Jane Fonda, and someone else. Ew. 
Oh. Another guy or girl? I think it's a chick. What, what year was it made? I didn't, I didn't really say. Yeah, that better be an early one. If not, that's that's atrocious. <laughs> what does it need to be, like 87? Yeah. I would say 83. Jane Fonda used to be hot uh, back in the day, didn't she? And I guess technically Ted Turner isn't a hideous person. But it's just kind of odd to think. It's going to be like that porno that you find in your dad's uh, closet. Yeah, just just hair everywhere. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> so that's one of the uh, the new sex tapes. Actually, I'll see if I can find the info on that one. Um, We're just looking like a pile of roadkill. You don't know that. Oh, I'm a, you can only imagine. You can't think that after all these years, the upkeep is that great. For the guy or the girl. I don't know what's, what they would be thinking, to be honest with you. Have you ever filmed yourself during sex no, clubs? No, never. Never will. I don't care how hot the chick is. If she offers that, it's a no. If you did, would you immediately burn the tape? Would you watch it once and then burn it? I wouldn't even watch it. I, if she wanted a tape, if she just likes the camera being there and that little light flashing, fine. But I'm taking that tape and I'm breaking it right away without even watching it. Why is that? Because I know there's no redeeming value of watching me have sex. The other thing about it, too, where everything gets out now, I mean, stuff gets out constantly. It would be on hideoutheretics.net within probably three hours. Exactly. It's not that it just gets out like copies are made and handed out. With the Internet. It's the Internet. And the Internet, it's just once it's up, it's accessible to everybody. There's no uh, waiting period of it getting, you know, to a few people and then they make tapes. You know, there's there's no form of uh, work to it anymore. It has to be put on the internet and then everybody has it. What's even funnier though is even people who did this stuff in the 70s and maybe I guess now the 80s and thought there's no way people don't even have VHS yet. Everyone's still in the Betamax, you know, mm-hmm. or. Uh, yeah, these rich people with their uh, their fancy big RCA cameras, and uh, now it's being uh, put to a disc and put in people's computers. That's why you can't you can't really uh, trust that the the technology won't be there in two or three years. Yeah, it's an, it's a spe- it's I guess another uh, another chick, an unidentified brunette. And that was in the New York Daily News. I'll get more info on that in a second. Let's go over to Jonathan in Orlando. You're next up. Troll Radio 104.1. Uh, world, national, local, or sports? What would you like to Oh, here's sports for Jonathan. All right, John. Sports is also multiple choice. What percentage yeah. of Division One college sports teams will lose scholarships due to poor academic performance? Is it A, 2%, B, 7%, C, 10%, or D, 14%? 7%. No. <laughs> is it crap? I think he's a damn it. Oh. <laughs> it's actually A, uh, 2%. There's a whole lot of uh, college Division One sports teams out there. Not many big-name schools, but I did notice Texas Tech. Oh, shocker, them. my alma mater, which, by the way, I'm wearing their Texas Tech baseball uh, shirt today. They lost some in um, in baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. I didn't say how many they did, but like some other schools are like Cal Poly, Cent- uh, Century, East Carolina, Hampton. So. All right, so that's that's where my alma mater's ranked in with yeah. those schools. You're you're bunched in with the uh, the other no name schools. You guys just made it out of the no name school area, right, and now, now you're uh, lumped in with them again. All right, apparently Jane Fonda really dug on the threesomes. She did it with her first husband, French movie director Roger 
Valdem in the early 70s. I can't imagine that anybody's digging on that tape, though. Then 20 years later in the early 90s, again with Ted Turner. I just imagine it looking like a broken slinky hitting oh. a dead rabbit. <laughs> what the hell, bro? <laughs> Think about it, man. That's sick, man. Oh, my. All right. Fair enough. Jesus Christ. Thank you for the visuals. You're welcome. Let's go to uh, Derek in Daytona. You ready, Derek? Yeah, I'm ready. How you doing, guys? All right, buddy. World, national, or local? Uh, how about local? All right. Local is also multiple choice. Due to an incident earlier this month, Marion County jail staff will now keep better track of this item. Is it A, a razor, B, a fork, C, a pen, or D, a toothbrush? Uh, pen? No! No, it was A, razor. I guess they're not keeping track of the disposable razors, and this one guy uh, tried swallowing one last month to commit suicide. You would think those were, would be used for a lot of stuff, like uh, shanking or whatever. You know, you think that would be a main tool. I would think you wouldn't be allowed to go to have a razor in a jail. I, I would, with the technology as it is today, with like the uh, creams that can kind of take the hair off, and they have like that little plastic rubber razor. I would imagine they would make them use that. Well, they're allowed to have them. I guess this jail just gave them out and didn't count them or take them back, so they just kept giving out new razors. <laughs> yeah. Did it look like your bathroom? Yeah, are those pictures still up on RealRadio.fm? Yep. Of Chunks' restroom and the game that we played, Count the Razors. There were... On the newly designed RealRadio.fm. I think the final count was 247. Something like... I'm. Sh there's no telling what it looks like now. No telling. There was a guy in there that uh, swallowed a razor there today, too. That was bad. Just kill me. I didn't really get it. But yeah, I don't know. I was making a gay joke, a gay guy in his bathroom. He was so ashamed that he was. I was going to go in a different direction, but times are weird, and we already dumped out of one thing tonight, whatever. Uh, let's go to Jennifer in Leesburg. Ladies always to the front of the line when they call. Jennifer, hey, which, which category? I got, a, I got a funny story real fast about razors. Uh-huh. I was in jail one time. <laughs> Great story. Listen, and a girl in my pod had, um, she was on 86 watches, which is crazy watch. So mm -hmm. none of the girls were uh, issued razors. I was in there for four months, and no one was allowed to shave. Oh, so no girls allowed to shave. Nope, because one of the girls was suicidal in our pod, so they didn't give out razors at all. Um, oh. What were you in for, Jennifer? Um, I had a DUI, and then I... Uh, Probation, uh, violation probation. What was hot. your violation of probation? What drinking? You do? Uh, Just no, drinking? drug test. <laughs> oh, a drug test. Hot, hot, hot. All right, Jennifer. World or national, sweetie? Um, national. Right, here's national with uh, chunks. All right, national. Today is true or false. According to the Commerce Department, personal incomes rose a solid 0.7% in January. Uh, true. That is true. Congratulations, Jennifer. Hold yeah. on. Give that girl uh, something classy, because she's a classy woman. I guess personal spending uh, also went up 0.9%, which is kind of maybe just a small indicator that the economy might be getting a tad bit better. Fantastic. Yeah. I see my pockets are just heavy with cash. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know yours are, too, Chalk. It's coming out of my ears. What you think about it? Is 0.7% even really that good? It's I mean, not, isn't it nothing? Yeah, that's it's not even like a full percentage. Really? <laughs> well, there was something obvious. Thank you for uh, breaking it down. 
bring it down to brass tacks for us. Yeah. What are you going to be? On, are you going to be on money line with Lou Dobbs <laughs> later to uh, expand upon that? Yeah, you know it. I like Jim Cramer. I don't like too many risks. <laughs> Joe in Orlando, you're next up. Joe, you are left with World. All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm Heretic P1-5077. I'm somebody now. Nice. Okay? Add a way to do it. Yes, Good job, sir. baby. Here we go. All right, Joe. World is fill in the blank. President Bush made a surprise visit to which country today to express his conviction that Osama bin Laden will be captured? Well, just assuming off logical reasoning, I'm going to go with Afghanistan. Out of way. Out of way to be somebody, Joe. I guess he's insisting upon the fact that uh, it's not a matter of if, but when he's going to get caught. (laughs) Eventually, at some point, we'll probably find his corpse. Is that what he said, not if, when? Yep, that's what he said. What Talk. movies is this guy watching? Talking tough. Oh, I got a great like piece from CNN that I want to play mm-hmm. for you a little bit later on. It's not bias. It really isn't, although it sounds it. It's just kind of laying out the last 15 months <laughs> for the president. A little uh, over a year uh, timeline. In fact, it may not even be 15 months. How long has it been since Katrina? Katrina was... Six? More than six, wasn't it? About nine months. Nine. Mm, Just, no, no, it hasn't been nine months. I no, thought it was, it was six about months six. ago, like yesterday. So I'll play this for you here in a little bit, but basically you'll get to hear in, uh, how the presidency's going, like in the last third, in the, in the final trimester. We're moving <laughs> into this final trimester of the uh, Bush baby that is America. We can't abort it. We've tried. Trust me. We lost that on that. Uh, all right. You know what, Chunks? Good job. You did a good job. Yes, I think really? you should be permanent host. You earn the rest of the week. That buys you tomorrow and Friday. And you know what? Yes, sir. If you do really, really, really well yeah. in the next couple days, it'll get you the rest of the month. You really? have to do really, really well in the next couple days. Chunks, you've stepped up to be somebody in the studio. I see you even have all the news stories in front of you. Yes, sir. Gibbs, you should be taking notes. That way to be somebody, Chunks. Once again, moving ahead. Let's take a break and come back. Hey, let's clear these phone lines because people need to be winners or at least qualifiers for $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You've had men in your face who you don't even know who they are. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to figure out how that then becomes acceptable to you. In the process, do you think maybe this will be one I can keep? or this Sometimes. Will... Yeah. And I don't know that there's a rhyme or reason to it, because mm-hmm. there are men that I hope that something, you know, will evolve from our encounter, and then there are other men where I'm not interested whether okay. or not... So tell me, what's going on when you're actually having the sex? I'm completely disconnected. I shut down. I'm not interested in being present for it. I'm not, you know, it's so not... So it's not enjoyable It's not for libidinal. You. It's yeah. not like this insatiable sex drive. It's more of like a void. I wonder if that's what it sounds like when she's having sex. <laughs> well, during that act. Welcome back into the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1 live on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Matt, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, it's me again. I'm trying to make amends, trying to make this all better. I just want to talk a little bit. Just totally get this out of the way. I just want to totally 
shut this down because it was a total accident. I didn't. I, I love. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your uh, singular wireless phones. Uh, Gibbs, I think you probably recognize that voice, and it's not to be on the air. Okay. Roger. What do you mean, Roger? <laughs> okay. okay. What? Time for you. Be careful because <laughs> that your voice will be next. All right. Yes, sir. He's talking to a CB radio. Jesus. So, um, Oprah can get away with, and by the way, when she said it, not beeped. No, no, we, we had to beep it for this show. Now, here's some more. I guess, you know who Sue Johansson is? To protect you from what 35-year-old women are watching at home. That's what we're protecting you from. I guess. I mean, because... No one's ever uh, seen or even dealt with that act before, I suppose. I watched it before I came in here tonight. I did it. So there. To yourself? Well. <laughs> Stud. Powerful. Like Peter North. <laughs> um. So anyway, so I guess now Tyra is the new Oprah. Mm-hmm. Her show is catching on. Yeah, her show, it, it surprises me to no end. Which shows catch on and which ones don't? Because I tried to watch Tyra, god awful. They pl- replayed at night, I believe, on Wii. They all, they're all got awful though. I mean, every single one of those same format shows. I it- love the Morries. Yeah, but you just love watching trash. Mm-hmm. All of them feed off trash. All these shows, they feed off someone's terrible emotions. So now uh, it's okay in the middle of the afternoon to say that if you're Oprah, or if you're Tyra to have Sue Johansson, the old bag who talks sex. I like that show. On the Oxygen Network, mm-hmm. right? So here's Sue Johansson. I had to be Actually, just, Oxygen, I, owned by uh, Oprah. Get out. Mm-hmm. Is there anything she doesn't own? Nope. My goodness. So here is uh, Sue Johansson on Tyra talking about sex. Penis size does not matter. Bigger is not better. Because, you know, because women reach orgasm by... Stimulation. <laughs> and oral genitals. Oh, God. You whore. You dumb, dumb whore. So this is what they're able to get away with if you're somehow on the... If you're on television... A obviously more uh, more people pay attention to that medium, but we can't get away with it here. I don't understand it. More people are watching it. More people are affected by that. More children are watching that than listening to shows like this. And do you think moms sit there with their kids and watch that? Shaking their heads the whole time. Now, I know it was a bad word. I know they're talking about some crass things. But it's okay because they're trying to teach you. You know that they don't even uh, explain it. You know that the parents don't explain it. No. And that's part of the problem. They're giggling the whole time. And then eating their ice cream, sitting there, living off their husbands. Ah, you're angry. You got a few issues. You know the crowd for that. Getting together at the soccer practice. Oh, did you watch Tyra? What they said about the beep stimulation, so true. I try to tell my man that. Sue tells me how to talk to my man. Sue Johansson. 
I like her show, though. I cannot get around actually enjoying watching that just because my favorite part. It's an old lady who does very graphic sex talk. Yes, and the best part about that show, she does the uh, kind of the uh, the product uh, review, and she actually uses that product. <laughs> Stop. I remember we played, when we were in uh, D.C., we'd play her clips all the time. And how many times we had to beep that. And that for Sue Johansson, that was PG. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing about Sue I agree that you, why don't you just throw it out there? But for some reason, we can't. Yeah, I'm not hating on them for doing it. I think it's a fine thing to talk about, but there's no reason why we can't talk about it as well. All right, Yummy Mommy says that she explains everything to her kid. Which, oh. which, which I, uh, I say kudos. Do you think the heretics would get behind uh, us posting these clips in uh, non-beeped form? And maybe send some to the FCC? Complaining? Whatever. I'm not ever here to rat anybody out. I am. I enjoy it. Taking Tyra down a few pegs. Please. Uh, She's going to hit 40, and then she'll be taking down plenty of pegs. No, because she'll be successful in this talk show thing. She won't be looked at as a crazy uh, uh, model. No, could, she won't. Could she compete in the Special Olympics and no one would question her with that forehead? <laughs> and her wigs. Her wigs are just uh, to die for. Andy in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Andy? Hey, man. You guys don't even have to bleep that out. Yeah, we do. Sue jo- no, Sue Johansson's a licensed sex therapist, and she's using clinical terms. No, you guys we- don't even have to have her speak. You guys can use the clinical terms no, we for can't. any part of the body that you want. No, it's we not cannot. Uh, no, dude. we cannot. No, I uh, trust me, we've been in plenty of meetings. We know what we can and can't say, and we cannot go down to clinical terms. And trust me, there's a reason why these sex shows are on after 10 p.m., mm-hmm. uh, licensed physician or not. Yeah, you can't, you just can't like, get away with that on the radio during the day. I love how he just says, go ahead, say it. You can. No, we can't. Well, like, we guy, don't know. We'll, we'll be in front of a, a judge in this big quarter. Well, this caller said it was okay, so I thought he knew what he was talking about. Randy and Titusville said, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we've been through the meetings with Infinity and Clear Channel. Why didn't Tyra have to do the meetings? Because she's pretty. Hmm. Only in higher learning. It's been downhill since then. She's okay in Fresh Prince. I just liked it when she was shot and she was bleeding out. <laughs> Hate to ruin it for you. She was in Fresh Prince, wasn't she? I wish you'd go yeah. undercover as someone bleeding out. Um, Stupid undercover gimmick. Ryan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. I just uh, I just want to ask if you could please play that part where that woman said that size does not matter over and over and <laughs> over again. It, it feels so good to hear that from a woman. You like to be lied to, huh? Even if she's 87. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, I don't know who the hell she is. I don't know her age. Right. I don't know what she looks like. Good enough to me. No, I hear Flip you. Flip over to oxygen. You'll be thoroughly disgusted. Think of B. Arthur, but not as hot. Yeah, I would definitely bang B. Arthur before B. Sue Johansson. B. Arthur, but shriveled. And with glasses. There, I hope we painted the mental picture for you. All right, here's another question I guess a guy had for Sue Johansson. Here's As a guy, how can I make sure a woman achieves an orgasm? All right, so that's the question. Here's Sue Johansson's answer. You know what? This is not your problem to make sure she has an orgasm. You can try and please her. 
you can try and satisfy her, you can talk to her and ask her what she likes and, and what she doesn't like and, and is that okay and how am I doing and that kind of stuff. Every woman is different. Now that is true. Like as far as this, like what she's saying, I'll agree. I'm pissed off right now. Oh, I'll just say it's not my problem if you can't get yours. I'm here doing my thing. I can get mine. You need to get yours. This is a commercial for another woman's show. That's all they're doing on these women's shows. They're just doing a circuit where they're doing commercials for each other and making each other more powerful. Dude, that's what they do. That's what all, that's what they do in news. All these CNN guys who just talk or MSNBC or Fox News and their their panel of experts are people from other shows. I know, but that's like us saying we're going to talk about Orlando issues with the experts and it's me and Black Bean and Otto and Cabin Boy, and I, that's our group of experts. That's what it is. I completely agree that that's what they do, but it it bothers me that they're they're together. They've joined an army together, and they're trying to take over everything. Who, women? No, like these women shows, the, the Sue Johansons, the Oprahs, and the... Uh, Tyras. All right, but to be fair, men have our shows. We have Spike. We've got, you know, stations like Real Radio. But men usually don't get along with their shows. They're more competitive than women. Women have it down where they're, uh, you know, they're they're joining forces and just kind of spreading the love. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe we all need to get along. If you and I try to get along with everybody, we help every we help uh, as many people out as we can. But people still seem to be mad at us because you're a puss. Dion in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, I was just calling to tell you guys, I don't think those cable channels fall under the FCC. That's why that South Park episode could cuss. No, I know that. But the thing is, this tire episode's on just broadcast television. That's the thing oh, about it. I thought it. it was on Wii. It's on regular TV. Yeah, it's like they, on they U- replay it on Wii. But yeah, but it's like on UPN 65, I think, like in the middle of the afternoon. So, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to check that out then. <laughs> yeah, jerk to it. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Tommy. Jesus. <laughs> Following that comment. No, I believe that those cable channels, I don't think they have any extra leeway than than anyone else. It's as long as no one complains to the FCC, they can kind of get away with whatever they want. I just don't even understand. Like, like that one uh, South Park episode where they just cussed and they, like, counted it up. They only got two calls of the FCC, and they were... Just to see if anyone else had called to complain. Is anyone uh, is anyone ratting them out? Just checking. But uh, no, the, the the cable doesn't fall to the FCC at all. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Really? It's paid. It's paid, and uh, they can't touch it. But there's a, like a community standards that the the company tries to hold. Yeah, the company is the one because they don't want the FCC to decide. Hey, let's go ahead and delve into this. Yeah. Well, I think Clear Channel is all for me for saying the F word. Ready? No, I am. Uh, Please. Now, Dan says Barbara Walters is the biggest culprit. She's always plugging her stuff and everyone else's. Yeah, that whole, uh, whatever that morning show they got. The View. The View. Who she never shows up for. I've watched The View like three or four times, just seeing if she ever shows up, because I watched it once and she wasn't there. I'm like, oh, she must be on vacation. So I tuned back in like a week later, still not there. A month later, still not there. I don't even understand why that would piss you off. Because everybody's... Now I'm a little weirded out at the level that you're taking this. Well, Joy Behar was there, so that's all you have to worry about. <laughs> now that's a piece of ass. <laughs> Huge ass. <laughs> Which one of those? Are any of those chicks even hot anymore? They all hit the wall. That uh, that little uh, what, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck 
girl is is I cute. I don't like her. I mean, she's not hot, hot, but she's cute. I like the original slut they had on the show, Debbie Matinopoulos. <laughs> wasn't she just the retard? Yeah, she was an idiot. But she had, like, big boobs, and she, was, she wasn't, like, hot, but there's something, like, about her. Like, you could just punch her and, like, <laughs> do her, and she would just be all for it. You know what's funny is that all those chicks are, like, the exact same person. Mm-hmm. They're all upper middle class guys, guys. Don't don't women. stereotype. You know, and and kind of in that middle age thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be great if they had an old lady, a lady from the ghetto. Uh, the star. You know. She, oh right. Yeah. She tries to fill that angle though. Have you ever watched? Yeah, you haven't watched it. She always tries to fill that. I like that now I can come to you at any time to ask about the view, and you can just give me a complete rundown. I can. Tomorrow I'd like a complete show log. I will. You want it? I'll do it. So I'll up. do an audio log. Real Radio 104.1. Size does not matter. Bigger is not better. Because, you know, because women reach orgasm by... Stimulation. Stimulation. And oral genitals. It's Wednesday night in the hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Yeah, that was uh, Sue Johansson. How long do you think it's been since uh, she's actually had the touch of a man? Never. I know. You know what? I bet you there's some freaks out there who do it just to say they bang the old lady on, um, whatchamacallit? Talk sex. Yeah. You wouldn't? Probably. Exactly. The only thing that would suck... would be like sandpaper? Well, other than that, is her constantly <laughs> telling you what to do. So it's like your grandma telling you to go pick up your toys in the backyard. Maybe if you pour water on her, she looks like she's 20 again. <laughs> she just just fill, fills just, out? Yeah, just sops it up. Uh, it could be. So anyway, uh, Tyra Banks went undercover as a stripper. Hmm. And I don't think it's a far stretch. This isn't the actual audio of that, but this is her being interviewed on the piece by CNN. So why did you want to do this? Why did you decide to do it? I wanted to do this because I got so many emails and so many phone calls to the show here about women complaining about their men going to strip clubs and not understanding why they go. I had one woman um, we're tired of call you. and say that her man was $15,000 in debt because of his addiction to strip clubs. Oh. And then I have a whole personal tie, too. I had a boyfriend that used to go all the time, and I didn't trust him to begin with. All right, listen to that voice. Of course he is going to his... He just wants to hear the loud hip-hop music. Uh, to drown out the sound of your voice in his head that probably is still there to this day. And trust me, if we could pay you $20 to shut the hell up, we wouldn't go to the strip clubs. But you'd take offense to that, so we go somewhere where we can give someone $20, they do a little rubbing on us, and they don't talk to us for a second. Yeah, they Other than, will you buy me a drink? Ten extra dollars. I'll go bottomless. Ten dollars for a drink let alone trust him in a strip club. So I was like, I want to know what the heck is going on there. And I wanted to really share that with women because it's a mystery to us. Did you actually have to take your clothes off for this experiment? Um, I wouldn't say I necessarily took my clothes off, but I did get on the pole. I really, <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so disgusting. I'm trying to say that really, like, professionally, but... Um, There's but not yeah. really a taste. Yeah, because you are all of a sudden a professional. You're a whore with a show. You're really angry. I don't like her. 
What I is it about her? You not don't a like? fan. It, it. She she already thinks she's better than everybody else. If you've ever watched that America's Next Top Model or whatever, mm-hmm. and she talks about judging people, uh, she judges people on that show, but she comes on this show and says you shouldn't judge people. Are you calling Tyra Banks a hypocrite? Yes. How dare you? And what horny guy that's going to a strip club doesn't know it's Tyra Banks dancing on that damn pole? Now, did you see the video of her, though? No. She looked like a tranny. They really <laughs> did the makeup over the top. Or maybe they took off the makeup. I couldn't tell. You're right. It's a way to put it. It's fine. You know what? There really isn't. I'm trying, but I really don't think that there is. But I did go undercover, and my name was Chanel, and I I had some makeup that took around two and a half hours to do. No one knew who I was. It was really weird walking in that club, and none of the men knew who I was. It was an interesting experience. What was the most shocking or surprising thing you learned about the men who go to strip clubs? One of the things that I learned is I spoke to one man, and he says the reason why he goes to strip clubs is because he was hundreds of pounds overweight, so he couldn't get a woman outside of that club. But when he went to that club, he had power. You know, these women were all over him. And I also learned that the women asked the men for lap dances. So they would ask him for a lap dance, and he could say no. Yes. They're trying to make money, and if you don't want to give them your money... Then you say no or yes. I can't believe they've never been to a strip club. You know girls mm. would go to strip clubs. Whenever you go into a strip club, you see a group of about at least three or four women in a group there partying. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate it when you're sitting next to that group of women? Because there's no other seats in the strip club. So you're sitting next to that group of women, and they are staring at you, looking at the faces you're making while you're getting a lab dance. And don't all the strippers want to just go over to the chicks anyway? Yeah. Yeah. I know a couple of girls that every time they hang out, they go to a strip club. And I'm like, why? I don't get it. And then they keep telling me, like, oh, and then this one girl kept coming back over to us, and we didn't even have to pay or well, anything. all like attention. And, yeah. All the women. That's all they want is attention. I hate women. All right. Joe says he has an idea. First annual hideout racquetball tournament live from Tyra Banks' forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Can we play with a bowling ball? Well, it'll take lots of uh, hours of makeup, just like when she was the fat lady and she sat through hours of makeup because she really cares and she's all about doing the perfect TV show and really committing to it. I don't want it. I don't want you. And that gave him power. So this isn't just about the men going to see women take their clothes off. You learned it's about much more than that. Yes, and I also learned that the men talk about us. They talk about their girlfriends and they talk about their wives to the strippers. Wow. That was freaking me out, too. Of course we do. Of... You, you are so much hotter than the girl I'm going home to bang and think about you. I, yeah, exactly. When I've got her bent over the sink, <laughs> I'm going to look down and think, man, this is that stripper's ass. This it is doesn't it. feel like it. It doesn't look at like it. But when I close my eyes, that's all I've got. I'm going to go home and pour an entire bottle of CK1 on her just so she smells like you. Get cotton mouth from all the uh, the perfume. Mmm. Mm-mm, good. Yeah. But, you know, and they're like, you know what, she's, you know, we're having problems, and, you know, I don't really know what to do about my relationship. Or sometimes they would say, she's fabulous and I love her. As they're getting wow. lap dance. I don't get it. Shut up. Hey, you can't win with this bitch. No, you can't do either or. Both the sides of the spectrum are bad to her. Just, she wants you to shut your mouth as much as you want her to shut her mouth.
right, 407 I know not all chicks are like this. There's no way they're all like this. But these shows are popular, these Oprahs and the Tyra shows. So I think somehow women may think like this. If this is the way women think, I'm going gay. Don't just, pull that, you just son is- of a bitch. Just isolate the last part. Come on, Tommy. We've never had more of a perfect drop. Sons of bitches. You're taking advantage of my over-emotions. Hmm. I want to drop the C word so bad. Keep them in check. I don't get it either, Tyra. And I know you probably spent some time with other with strippers there as well. Did you get a sense, are they feeling humiliated by doing this, or yes. are they feeling empowered in a sense? I had a woman by the name of Adriana. That was her, her, her club name, and she was my host. And she says that she has a lot of power. Um, she says that she educated me on something, and she says that men are more, more romantic than women. They look at a woman, like a woman that they're dating, and they live a fantasy, and they think that this woman is going to look this way forever. And when she starts to get wrinkles or her breast starts to sag or things mm-hmm. start to happen, they freak out. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what's happening to this woman oh that I love? Oh, my God, I don't get it up anymore. The joint makes the fantasy everlasting. It wow. never changes. That woman is always that fantasy. And I'm like, okay, there's, what the heck am I supposed to do as a woman? You know? Only guy that has erectile dysfunction is one that doesn't go to strip clubs. Stares at an old piece of meat that he's been with forever. Yeah, I'm going gay. Wow, dude. Revelation. I'm about to. Why? Just because of this? Yes. Because of girls? Because so many women watch it, and so many women just shake their head along with it. What don't you like about girls most? Tyra? Just that they all She's have... the epitome of... Everything I hate. But, you mean, you have a chick, and she's yes. not like Tyra, is she? No, but I don't know what she's watching at home and shaking her head uh, along <laughs> with. That is true. And then they start, yeah, because these shows, if nothing else, if you do have a cool chick like yours or mine, then they start planting these seeds. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I saw on uh, Tyra, you, what, are you going to go to the strip club and tell her how you're not happy in our relationship? Yes. I sure am. And you can't stop me. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And you know, there's something about that booth, too. That booth right there. It's the booth of truth. That makes uh, everyone who's in it so angry. All right, now, Petman says, talking about conversations with strippers, the last one he was conversing with, the subject was more along the lines of where are we going to score more coke at? <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't know either. Um, Is that all of it? No, we got like a minute 20 on it. We got a break. You want to come back with the rest of it? Sure. I will re up a little bit and we'll come back and uh, wrap it up. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations to my, uh, Mike Elstu of Orlando. He got qualified right after the Hideout Headlines game show for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. Your next qualification coming at the end of this segment. At the end of this segment, you will uh, get qualified again. $500 in gas money. Think of a Shell Fuel Stretch. Uh, go to your local Shell station. Learn more about the Fuel Stretch program. 
Uh, Dubs just made an astounding revelation. I'm going gay. And that all has to do with uh, Tyra Banks and her show and her, I don't know, dressing up as a stripper and going undercover and being groundbreaking. Yeah, I mean, uh, not that it, it's like she went to the uh, Skull and Bones or something where no one could get in. Anybody can walk into a strip club and see what goes on there. She's not doing anything crazy. Mike and Eustace, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Mike? All right, Dubs, you say you're going gay, right? <laughs> so you would rather look at a guy's ass and try and get it up for a femme Nazi or maybe just not have sex at all? I'd be making love to a man. That's your answer, my friend. <laughs> That's your answer. A resounding yes. Johnny Quick drops over there. Yum, 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 yum. Mm. <laughs> but if I can just shove it all in my mouth at once, all I'm right. good. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm a sexy-looking dude. All right, let's wrap this up, this Tyra going undercover, because she's um, so scary talented. And men are more, more romantic than women. They look at a woman, like a woman that they're dating, and they live a fantasy, and they think that this woman is going to look this way forever. And when she starts to get wrinkles or her breast starts to sag or things start to happen, they freak out. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what's happening to this woman that I love? And she says a strip joint makes the fantasy everlasting. It wow. never changes. That woman is always that fantasy. And I'm like, okay, there's, what the heck am I supposed to do as a woman? You know what I mean? It just kind of gave me no hope. Work right. out. And from your experience posing, when you looked into the eyes of those men, what did you see and how did it make you feel? All right, hold on. Let's dissect that for a second. So we as men always have this fantasy of we'd like a chick with a tight body. And as soon as yours starts falling apart, we want to go find a chick with a tight body. So keep a tight body. Unless they have a great personality. And here's the thing. They aren't banging these girls. <laughs> I know, I didn't even think that deserved an answer. Now, are they? Because you know a lot of guys uh, are banging strippers. Yeah, but most guys aren't. 99.9% .9 of the guys that go in there aren't banging a stripper. They're there to get, you know, a little cheap thrill, just like watching a porno, and then uh, go home. Yeah, it's not like anyone I know married one and had a kid with strip. He's a rock star. Right. Well, mm. <laughs> have you ever gotten a stripper's phone number? I'll not at the strip club. I did. That wasn't at the strip club either, either though, was it? No, yeah, it was. The one I'm thinking of, the blonde. No, it's somebody completely different. Oh, all yeah. right. I and yeah, I forgot I did get that one too. Damn, I'm a pimp. <laughs> Didn't even know it. Mike on the Turnpike here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Mike? What's up, J-Dubs? Mm. Uh, hey, uh, I told my wife, I've been with my wife for 13 years, guy. I told her to start telling her about five or six years ago. I said, when you turn 40, I'm trading you in. She goes, why? I said, you're going to start getting wrinkled. You're going to start getting saggy. I said, I'm trading you in for a newer model. I said, I don't keep a car for five years. I said, I'm not giving a woman over 20 years. Exactly. You Good gotta man. Think, you got to think about it. It's an investment. And we got a good amount of miles on you. You were a good girl while it lasted. But, you know... All right, I don't believe that. There's only so many years I can drive a, uh, you know, a, a beater. What, am I supposed to be in a Monte Carlo for the rest of my life? No, I need to trade up. There's the, a new model out there. The element looks good. Yeah, it's, it's more slender, aerodynamic. 
It has seat warmers. Isn't it an amazing double standard, though? Why? They can trade up any time if they, can, uh, if they have the option. But it's not in a chick's nature to trade up. Is that their fault? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rewire yourself. Be somebody. It really isn't. I mean, guys, I don't know. But for girls, they're never looking to trade up. I wouldn't say never. Most times. The majority of women. As long as you stay, here's the thing. If you start sitting on your ass all the time, not working, not bringing home the money, they do. They're only going to take that for so long. We allow them to sit home and do that kind of stuff most of the time. So just keep yourself in good shape, and we won't need to trade up. They try to trade up financially if they need to. All right. Um, Swami asks, okay, if guys are so miserable with their chicks, then why be with them or anyone at all? Just bang away freely and unattached. Little thing called disease. And the fear of getting drunk and waking up next to you. And then who's going to do the laundry and the dishes and clean the rest of the house? Why well, be so uh, sexist, Gibbs? You're 19. Now, that is true. true. It is true in my case. <laughs> Your chick cleans like nobody's business. I don't know what I would do. I'd live in filth. Does she She cooks? Yeah. Really? Hmm? I would say three out of five nights a week when I go home, there's food there. What? She cooking bad day. Right. She's a cooker. <laughs> Sizzling. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm going to uh, type to my chick, cook something. Good. She hasn't done that yet? Actually, she has. not going to lie. She needs to do it more. It's really good, though. Good Italian food. Being a French chick? <laughs> uh, Sarah in Orlando. Ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Sarah? Me? Yeah, go ahead, sweetie. Oh. You don't think that men turn to wrinkles, too? Oh yeah, of course they do. But they, you guys hold a different uh, set of trade up value than we do. I, here's the thing. Now here's the thing. That's true. Women are looking to trade up like financially and for security, quality of life, and quality of life. Guys, We're, it's just all about quality of poon and quality of thighs. But no, I agree, Sarah, and I even admitted there's a tremendous, awful double standard. And I, I'm, I'm with you as a feminist. I completely agree. It's an awful double standard. So I, I feel for you. When are you going to drop that bit? I just want to feel you. I am a feminist. It's not a bit. Matt, you're in the hideout on road radio. Yeah, it's me again. I, I'm here. I want to talk. I'm outside the studio. Just let me in. We can talk during commercial break. I don't care. Just talk it out. What? Just talk, for Christ's sake. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Good job, Gibbs. Again, you fail. We don't have to uh, stay away from all things Matt on the phones. Yeah, You have to just get the the yeah. tone of voice right. Yeah, just maybe the actual person, okay? Thanks. All right, now people are questioning whether or not I'm a feminist. I am. Absolutely I am. All about equal rights. Uh, Fred in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Fred? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, buddy. Hey, you know how we go to strip clubs and we go home, we think about that strip girl mm-hmm. when we're making love to our wives? 
Don't think for one second that our ladies ain't thinking about another man when we're on top of them. And I have no problem with that. And uh, you don't, Dubs? No. Like, if she were thinking about, man, I wish this was Tommy instead of uh, Justin? Just, just don't tell me. I exactly. don't care, don't and I, I won't tell her, you know? That's right. And leave Matt outside the station, man. Let him ride out there. Agreed. Thank you. Who? Hmm? The guy who's dead to me. That's who. The guy who killed himself, committed career suicide last night. That's who. Howie Mandel? He did, too. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Throwing out names. Jeremiah, 95, you're in the hideout. What's up? Yeah, I don't understand one thing is, uh, all right, you have girlfriends, right? You know, you, you pay for them, you, you take them out, this and that, whatever, right? And you got to be faithful and loyal and, and be the nice guy and everything else like that, right? What an awful trade-off. Go ahead. Right. Well, I don't see the difference of being single. You know what? I pay for somebody to come clean my house, pay for somebody to come cut my lawn, wash my dishes. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have to do for myself is just go out and eat. And when I go out and eat, you know what? There's girls out there. And you go out to bars, it's not whatever. You don't have to pay for anything. As far as, uh. Extra. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's not a bad point. All right, here's Kelly in Orlando. Lady is always at the front of the line because I'm a feminist. Hmm. Go ahead, Kelly. I'd just like to say that, um, not to go back to the Tyra subject again, but. That's fine. She hosted America's Next Top Model yep. and created images also that guys see as fantasies. Exactly. I would much rather look at she was a model. and clothes in a magazine Secret. than some strippers. All right, you know what? Give Kelly a prize because yes. she <laughs> is the smartest woman in Central Florida. Hold on. Tyra was in the one of the biggest batch magazines of all time, Victoria's Secret. Thank you, Tommy. This conniving whore. Kelly. No, Tyra. Well, Kelly put it together. No, but Tommy even mentioned the uh, Victoria's Secret that she was in. All right, you tell Jimmy Jam I'm going to smack him next time I see him. That's what I'm saying, bong swat Matt. Hefe better not have his girlfriend cook. Fatty needs a diet. <laughs> Jimmy Jam might be the leader, but I think bong swat Matt is the king of the heretics. All right, now you're going to start infighting. I know, it's bad. great, isn't it? <laughs> you love doing it. You love starting trouble. No. Do we bring Matt in? Who? The corpse. Matt Albert is outside the studio. He wants to come in and talk. All right. Chunk says that he has put together a recap of what happened at the end of the show last night. In my meltdown. Is it worth? I'm not going to lie to you. These last 80 minutes have mm-hmm. been fantastic. Back, I've to ba- had fun. back to basics, me and Dubs. What got us And Tommy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back that to is, basics. That is old school. Let's take a break and come back. Tommy, what do you think? Does Matt come in? It could be a good laugh. Or we just say, yeah, you're back on, and then say, just kidding. I haven't even uh, been home. Now you've been totally avoiding uh, your roommate? Yeah, I didn't go home last night. It was fantastic, too. Not having to see him. Oh, I was so livid yesterday. I was so livid. I know. And I actually talked to him afterwards on the phone. All right, you know what? Let's bring him in and recap everything that happened. I'm getting this. I honestly like it without him. (laughs) Who needs him? Misfit Matt says, all hail bong swap, Matt. 
I'm beginning to agree with that. All right, we'll take a break. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Congratulations to Eric Lockshine of Melbourne. The latest qualifier for the 25, actually the $500, $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. Another qualification coming up uh, at 9.15, then 10.15. We can draw the winner on uh, Friday. Chris Morton was the winner last week of $500. And thank you to Shell Fuel Stretch for giving us $1,000 in gas money. Um, I got this from Heretic TL on MySpace. He says, wow, I passed out before the show was over last night, and the S hits the fan. Yeah, it did. I guess you can get kind of caught up with everything on hideoutheretics.net. Yeah, but, they have a thread going on right now. Um, but last night here in the hideout, we were trying to do something fun for Fat Tuesday. So we had the Fat Men Challenge mm-hmm. between uh, Chunks and Matt Albert. Tequila shots every 15 minutes. Uh, of course, today is the beginning of Lent. I guess today's Ash Wednesday. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't see anybody walking around with the ashes on their head. Not in my life. And um, the boys, whoever lost, whoever tapped out, whatever, we're going to have to give up body hair from the neck down for Lint, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get shaved by the massage therapist, Kimmy. Well, it came down to these two were drunkards and shots of tequila, which was every 20 minutes, then every 15 minutes, then every 10 minutes didn't affect them. Ended up doing about... 12 shots of tequila in about two and a half hours. Well, um, we had to figure out a tiebreaker. And a couple of things were thrown around, and it was agreed upon that uh, tongue twisters. And whoever lost the tongue twisters. They both did very well, actually, until the end. We had to get a loser. We had to have a payoff for an entire night's bit. All right, so I guess Chunks put this uh, together. Yeah. There's a recap of uh, the meltdown last night. Again, the some of it's on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Previously on the hideout, the gloves came off. How many shots of tequila, El Toro tequila, do you think the two of you had? I don't know, eight? I would say ten. At least ten shots of tequila. Whoever loses has to get their body shaved from the neck down. Well, both of you can drink, apparently. But now we're going to see who does better reading tongue twisters. Six twin sc- screwed steel screws. Read it. No. You tap? No, I'm not tapping. This is bull crap. I did ten shots. We agreed that Gibbs was going to do it. We didn't agree to nothing. Yes, he did. You keep changing rules. A fight went down. Don't start. What do you mean don't start? Don't yell at me right no, now. This is not the damn time. I don't give a I damn give I don't give a damn what the time is. We're here to entertain. We're here to have a payoff. You wanted to get drunk on air tonight. That's what you wanted to do. Keep growling. I'm not growling. Go ahead, you I'm punk giggling. bitch. You signed up to do something. Oh, You're going to do it. Bitch. Yes. I'm a punk you bitch. You cry every time we do I, something for you. Every oh, time. Oh, right. And I'm sick of it. And it was a battle of the titans. I think we should talk it out. We can talk it out, but what's the talk out anymore? I'm sick of crybabies on this goddamn show. Keep smiling. Why sign up for a gig? I'm done with it. Don't do that, dude. 
Don't yell at me through the screen. How dare you? How dare you after everything I've done for you? How dare you? How dare you? I'm done with you, you big crybaby. Every single goddamn time with you. You're going to sit there and try to yell at me. Punch things. You dumbass. No respect. I'm your goddamn father down here, unfortunately, right now. It's bad enough we got to fight other external things. Mm-hmm. Now we got to fight within our own show to do stuff? I will never forget that. Will the hideout ever be the same? And that's what went down last night. Wow, I'm angry again. Hearing that makes you mad again? Yeah. But doesn't the uh, the uh, Tyson's Punch-Out music cheer you back up? Uh, that and Chunks' stupid voice. <laughs> uh, here is uh, Matt Albert. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. You came back up for a reason. You called? Uh, I want to just s- totally sincerely... No bones about it, no sarcasm, no nothing, no sardonic comment anywhere near this. I want to apologize for my actions that I had last night. Uh, I really don't know what, how I couldn't have held that back. It might have been the liquor, but I just did not want to do that in any way. Do what? Just yell at Hefe because he's the one that brought me down. Uh, he's the one that housed me. Uh, he's paid for my food when I've been down here. Uh, he's treated me uh, basically like a friend, uh, a little brother. And uh, I just, I don't know what happened. I just exploded. And I, I, it's happened before. I got, uh, I got uh, anger issues, I guess. And, uh, I really, uh, I, I have really, after that, I, I'm out of things to say, but I, uh, I just want to apologize because seriously, you really are the reason I'm down here with all due respect. You really are the guy that brought me down here. And I, uh, I thank you for that. I hate you yeah. now. I know. Why? I found him. <laughs> well, what, do you want uh, Hefe to uh, reflect his anger onto you? I tell you what. Never you, mind. You, I, uh, you, <laughs> you found him. You take him, man. No room. Sorry. Why did you do that? Usually, when it gets to that point, I can, you know, bite my lip and hold it back. But the shots probably took an effect a little bit of that, just not being able to control my mind at that point. Because after five five minutes after that, when I was in there, I wasn't yelling. I was just saying I overreacted, and you, I guess you took it as me yelling at you. I was like, I'm o- I overreacted, I overreacted, and that's why I had went on the mic in there, and uh, I. I wasn't yelling at you in any way. I've never been so angry. Uh, and, and that was probably for, one of the most angry times I've ever seen Hefe. Except for when it was Pat LaLama in Celebrity Justice. Yeah, definitely definitely one of the most angry times I've seen you on the air. 
I've seen you off the air angry before, but uh, on the air, that's definitely one of the, the toppers. Dubs? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, honestly, it's completely up to you. I'm uh, behind any decision you come to. But, uh... Here's what got at me. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know what? We got a break. And then I'll... I will reveal what pissed me off to no end. Okay. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday night. Still upcoming, what's on the web, the Hideout Door Prize blowout, your unscreen phone calls, and hey, Hideout. Right now, though, we're wrapping up the uh, mess that was the end of the show last night as uh, I lost it on Matt Albert. Uh, you heard a recap. You can hear, by the way, all of it, everything, uh, on the podcasting section, mm-hmm. the newly designed hideout page, or uh, realradio.fm. And the podcast, it's, just, it's right there in the front. You can click on it. Easy access to the hideout. It's right there. Um, so you've heard, you've heard everything uh, that just went down, the recap of Matt Albert. Essentially yelling at me and disrespecting me last night on the mm-hmm. air. Over uh, a bet lost, and uh, he didn't really want to uh, to take the loss, so he, he turned his anger on, and it was directed towards you. Uh, TL, Heretic TL, you're in the hideout. Oh, my God, man. Is that what I missed last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you was. missed the last half hour. Uh, you always have to listen to all four hours in its entirety. What kind of circus is this, man? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the hideout. Yeah, exactly. What, what was so bad about it, though, that really kind of bothered me, though? It, it seemed like some of that stuff Henry had been holding on to for a while, and that's kind of what scared me the most about it. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you, TL. Maybe you've picked up on a couple of things that have irked me, uh, not only about Matt, but the show staff uh, as a whole. And, and I, I got to say, though, um, I noticed that uh, I figured that Matt's pride was going to get him in trouble, like, way back in the monster thing. I first noticed that that problem creeping up, and I was hoping you guys were going to help him deal with it. But Well, that I mean, when you remember, when he starts yelling, I'm third Mike and Ryder, I'm third Mike and Ryder to Daniel, uh, I turned my right. I had to turn my own mic. Oh man, my radio off at that point. Yeah, it was it was cringe. It was douche chill. Thank you, T.L. Now, one thing that you'll notice, even in the recap and everything, in how you know you were legitimately mad at him, over top of just the yelling at him, you never called him a fat bastard or anything. You never went to that well. You had plenty of other stuff to go to that you were pissed at him about. Mm-hmm. So here's why I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. The TL is right. Um, some things have been uh, building. Specifically, and you heard me mention it in the recap, mm-hmm. which we'll play for you again here in a second if you missed it. You're just now tuning in. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am sick of having people bitch when they have to do stuff on this show. And it's happened for a very long time. Now, I don't know why it happens. And I think it's because of a, a, a different standard. And I, we're contemporaries, which is ironic. So it's not like I'm talking about these crazy kids. But when Dubs and I were getting started in this business, man, we paid dues like nobody's business. 
We were beat down. I started on an AM talk station running gospel music on Sunday mornings in Lubbock, Texas. All right? I interned for a year and a half, never got paid one single dime. Doing some of the nastiest, dirtiest stuff ever on the skank shift. Mm-hmm. And even even not doing, like, the skank shift was my treat. That's what I enjoyed doing. I, I did that for fun. What I had to do was during the day, go get McDonald's for this fat bitch doing middays and uh, pull all of her music for that four hours. No other responsibilities but pulling her music. Second one, she had to take a deuce from the McDonald's and then go and get her more McDonald's. And, you know, I Dubs and I paid a lot of dues coming up, and we've worked very hard just to get to this point. And when we move along, we always like to gather talent and bring it with us that we think is going to help. Tommy, Chunks, and the latest addition, Matt, who we think can be good additions to the show. The problem, and I'll even say with all three of them, is that all three of them have had issues dealing with paying dues and wanting things immediately, which I can understand. Mm -hmm. It it, it sucks. It's not an easy thing to do, but it makes you a better person. It makes you a better uh, sport. It makes you a better uh, first show. It makes you appreciate things. Mm -hmm. And I said it last night, and I hate, I didn't mean to call out Tuttle, but I think people could relate to that. Drunky is loved. Because Drunky does it with a dumb smile on his face, even when he gets screwed. Mm-hmm. Tuttle is uh, Mr. Ugly Face, and they play those the whiny drops behind him because he bitches. It just that's the way it is. And I like for our guys to get over. Guess what? Chunks, when he stopped bitching about doing things, Chunks is the most loved character in the hideout. And everybody tells me. Uh, I would love to work for you guys, but I don't want to be the next Chunks. And I, I say, why? Chunks is loved. Everywhere Chunks goes. More than me, more than Dubs. Mm-hmm. I understand that everyone is not a stunter. But we are doing a show that has to have payoffs. You know right now the person who I wish we could have do stuff, because I know they'd more than be willing to do it, is Gibbs. Unfortunately, he's a fat-headed intern, and mm-hmm. interns can't do as much as people, uh, other people on this show. Otherwise, I think Gibbs has that potential, more than in the other two interns we had. That's what pissed me off the most. One, That was what got me at first with Matt yesterday. Okay, and so it went further? Yeah. It went further when he tried to step to me. And you tried to step to me. Don't, don't even, you, you quote unquote manned up. You swole up like you were going to, like you were going to reach back and do something to me. See, I, but I sat back down because I knew that was just stupid. It was. And I, and I have an issue with you too. When I tell you to shut up, you shut up. And you don't. And you keep throwing quips. And you'll keep and you'll keep and you'll keep taking digs. Guess what? I'm not hooch. Now, this isn't a time to be racist. No, it's not. It's different. Mm. I'm not sure what I said, but okay, maybe I did say it. See, sometimes I get confused the real stop with the show stop. For you, for you, it's always stop. Mm. 
And that's the problem. Dubs has earned that. Unfortunately. What? Well, I just can't shut you up. Try it. Bitch. And that's what got at me, dude, when he tried to step to me. Yeah. And then he walks out the door. And he punches the door? And he punches the door. I don't know what you're thinking. I thought that was a door slam. No. He, uh, I'm sitting here looking over, and he uh, throws a, uh, a left at the door. As I'm going, get ready for the virtualpursuit.com read coming up. Mm-hmm. And I had this big bam, and I'm like, I didn't know you could slam that door. No, there's no handles on it on the side. All right, what do we do? I'm 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 serious. I'm I, I was so livid last night. Oh, I know. That you and I sat downstairs. You wanted to talk it out. I wasn't really interested. I left. I went and got my chick. We went to Hooters, and I drank, and then fell asleep. And then I woke up this morning still pissed. And then hearing that recap. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. I don't want to. Here's what it is. I'm a beaten man. I'm sick. How so? I'm sick of the staff bitching about doing stuff. And maybe we stop doing stunts. Maybe we stop trying to be different and do entertaining things. Maybe we just sit here and read out of the newspaper. Maybe that's the crew that we unfortunately built for ourselves. We thought we were getting one thing, and it's uh, just another. And why try to do the things that are different and that make people like us? Why try to get over now, when we were talking last night when you weren't interested in talking to me, which I'm completely sad about. Sorry. Um, Sorry, baby. Now, do you think it has anything to do with that? Whenever we wanted to get on air, we had to fight for it. Oh, and, I, oh yeah. And having a mic in front of everybody kind of... I'm not going to lie to you. I hate the, stu- the setup of this studio. This studio... Uh, sets up these problems because everyone can have access to a mic. Uh, Gibbs, Bateman. Not to, not to say that you don't deserve it, but it's something different when you have a mic just in front of you. You think you're, hey, we're all co-hosts, and we're not. It's me and Dubs, as we talked about that yesterday with Catherine. It's the hideout with LFA and J Dubs. We love everybody, and we think everybody can contribute. But the beauty of the old station, even though that studio sucked too, was there was only room in that in that studio for me and Dubs, and yeah. Tommy would sit behind you. I mean, there was a there was a third mic in there that rarely worked, but uh, <laughs> like it, it, it wasn't like you know you were sitting in front of it the whole time. You actually had to walk up to it, think about what was going on, and actually make uh, your way up to it to get on. it. And, yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I don't know, dude. I'm at a loss. I'm not going to lie to you. You want to throw it around the room, see what they think? Yeah. Uh, Mike in 95, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, J-Dubs. Yeah. Uh, not J-Dubs, uh, LFA. Uh-huh. This fight reminds me of, mm. uh, remember the Taser deal when uh, J-Dubs uh, Taser Chump? How many times? I mean, it's because... <laughs> Which one? Which time? Just countless. And when, yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, he got so pissed. No, I mean, it was unreal. No, I do remember that, and I remember us having to go through that. We've yeah. had to have this conversation before. That's, exactly. the, that's the tiring part about it. That's what pisses me off, and that's why I'm worn down, Mike, is where yesterday was literally 
the the breaking point for me. Where you know yeah. what? Enough, enough. Here's the, here's the other thing too. All right, finish your statement and then I'll finish mine. We'll go to break. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, here's the deal. I mean, like you say, you and J Dubs are are host and, and co-host, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 a god to this show. You know, the hideout. Yeah, lay lay down your rules and break out the taser. You know, Chokes gets online, taser his ass. But it, uh, uh, Matt gets online, find his worst fear. But that's next. That's the that's the problem, though. Uh, It's hard to get stunts done, so we can't remedy a stunt with another stunt. Yeah, you can't even get to the stunt. And I'm tired. We are fighting so many other battles. People constantly talking trash about us, mainly because they didn't get this job. Uh, other extenuating mm. circumstances, and we're supposed to—it's it, supposed to be an escape to come in here four hours a night and be on each other's team, so that we can all eventually be paid well and have fun and you know just do do it do what's fun do the hideout. And when you can't even do that with your own crew, then it's because for here's the problem, for a lot of people, for me, you and me, Dubs, a lot of it, and especially you. Will do anything to entertain the audience. Look at my tattoos. Anything for Christ's sake. Anything to entertain the audience. And I, I, unfortunately, some things held me back from doing that. But I'm ready to go all toward that again. And I think it's going to be better. I don't know that the rest of the crew is willing to do everything to entertain the audience. And that's the problem that I have. Because I want you guys listening right now on your radios, or on the internet on RealRadio.fm, or on the podcast later. I want you guys to come away every single night saying, you know what, I'm glad I didn't turn on American Idol and watch karaoke because the hideout's way better than that, which it is. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Chunks' recap of the end of the night last night. 407-916-1041, I'm glad Chunks stepped up to be somebody and make that. You know, when he's somebody, he really is somebody. He does a man proud. A um, couple call, phone calls real fast, and we'll wrap this up, and we'll get to giving away some prizes and having some fun. <sighs> Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. What's up, F.A.? I wanted to talk seriously with you for a minute, all right? All right. Because I actually got my top five reasons why Matt Albert should be kicked off the show. Okay. All right. Number one, he made your mom cry. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't disrespect the boss's mom. I don't care who you are. True. Number two, he's not funny. He hasn't been funny since he came to Orlando. Number three, his voice sucks the air out of the room, mainly because when he breathes, he literally sucks the air out of the room. <laughs> number four, he's not a team player, but that's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And number five, he can't even get an AJ from a 17-year-old. All right, all of those valid reasons. And you know right, what? Bro. You know what would be great? Replacing the real Matt with the anti-Matt. Maybe we hold auditions for Third Mike and Ryder. And he gets to audition for the job. He still gets a chance at it, but uh, it's not guaranteed that he'll get it. Sean, you like that auditions idea? Yeah, that's the one I was calling him for. I was going to say, you know, I think some of these guys on your show just don't realize how good they have it and how many people out there would really be interested in, you know, getting on the radio and are willing to do that kind of stuff that maybe they're a little shy at, and maybe you should have some open auditions, 
you know, put their little job on the line and, you know, pretty much show them that there's people out there that are willing to take their job and do that kind of stuff. I appreciate it, Sean. You know, Lester Big Hands wrote in a challenge to Matt Albert like two weeks ago. I meant to read it on the air, but I'm so bad with my email. And that was first one to lose 50 pounds uh, trading jobs. And Lester gets to sit in and be third, Mike and Ryder, for two weeks. What does he do? He's a baker. Uh, seriously? Yeah. Victor in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Victor? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I love the show. Uh, just had a question for you, Hefe. Mm -hmm. uh, you're talking about everybody paying your dues and everything, but uh, weren't you talking the other day about uh, give everybody a trophy for uh, baseball or t-ball or whatever? Okay, they're not even closely related. <laughs> I, I'm glad, I like him trying. I'm glad he sat there and you've been stewing on that for a week, but it's not even closely related. Because here it's actual competition. If we were just all gathered together, and trust me, nobody in here, not even me or Dubs, would get trophies for being able to speak correctly and participate like that. You know where you can win a trophy? You can win a nice Miller Lite trophy, a bowling pin trophy, if you join our hideout bowling league at the Wakiva Lanes. All right, now I know you're plugging something we're doing, but I still hate you for it. <laughs> Why? Trixie in Orlando in the hideout. What's up, sweetie? I've got to bring, a couple, bring up a couple points that I don't think you've mentioned yet on air, and you know I've been listening since the day you got here. Mm -hmm. First of all, Matt and Chunks both last night agreed on what their punishment was going to be if they couldn't fulfill the challenge, and Matt was perfectly fine with that, and so was Chunks. So he had no reason to bitch out last night when he couldn't do it. Second, Matt has not even come close to what Chunks has done since he's been in Orlando. He's been spit on by Savannah. I mean, he's been tasered when it wasn't even a challenge just because you guys thought it would be funny. And he <laughs> yeah. put up with all of it. Matt cannot touch him, so he's no comparison to Chunks because Chunks, is, it's like a natural for him. And, and I, he just, Matt, 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 regardless of what you think, Matt, you are a puss. <laughs> Ouch. It's true, though. It's so incredibly true. And that's the other thing. You just don't know how good he got it. Dubs and I worked so hard to do this kind of radio, and we found people we think could help. And all we're asking is for you to give and to work hard and want to make it as badass as possible, mm -hmm. even if that means being shaved in front of heretics. Which isn't that bad when you think about it. I mean, I even threw out there, hey, if they both can't do it, I'll do it. And that's what I'm talking about. You said you would do it. All right, how do we remedy this? I'm going to Gibbs first. The intern gets to speak first. Gibbs, have you ever had an opinion? Yes, but I don't feel that my opinion is... Uh... I'm asking for it. Yes. What do you think is the newcomer to the show? Um, Kind of being put on the spot here. Uh, yes, it's radio. talk radio. You All have right. to talk. My opinion is that maybe Matt... You know, didn't he doesn't understand how good he's got it, but at the same time, I'm sure now he probably gets the point. So you think he's learned his lesson? Oh, I don't know if he's learned. I mean, I can only hope he's learned his lesson, but all right, this was a mistake going to you. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. Shut up and screen the phone. Calls. All right, go chat with Sir Gary about the weather. Tommy, as director of the hideout, as the longest. Um, 
other than me and Dubs, the longest member having been on the show? Uh, I know Matt has learned his lesson. I can, just from talking to him and, and the way he's been since he's got here, he's definitely different. He actually even last night, as soon as the show went off the air, he goes, well, I really screwed this one up. So I know he's sorry, but I don't know if that will, I think it'll, it, when he has an outburst in the future, it'll definitely curb it. Um, I can't say for sure that it will not ever happen again, though. Here's the problem. There shouldn't be the urge to have that outburst. Doing the stunt, you should be happy to do because it's helping the show. And you're getting airtime. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't imagine anyone else being yelled at like the way I was yelled at. I just can't imagine anyone else being yelled at in that way. And I don't know if it's because we're all actually friends, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't see me as a boss or as a leader. Chunks treats me with the most respect, and even sometimes he'll get mouthy. But you know what? I, I whip out a taser. And you kind of take it from Chunks when he gets mouthy because he's kind of earned that right to like have an opinion, you know? Not too mouthy, but, you know, to uh, raise issues when he thinks they are out there. Chunks, what do you think? Real fast. I want to wrap this up and move on with the show. Uh, Dude, the kid's been suffering all day. I mean, he was actually nice to me. He called me up and he was saying please and thank you, which is something, like, I don't think he did as much before. You know what I mean? It seems like he's just been nervous. He probably hasn't slept all day. I feel real badly for him. You know what I mean? Even after what he did last night. Well... It's kind of like the thing, you know, you're a parent where you spank your kid. You know what I mean? You feel real bad that you kind of don't. I get incoherent. <laughs> I got more out of Gibbs. I think I kind of, I'm learning to speak chunks because I think I kind of understood what he was saying. It's crystal clear. <laughs> no, it really isn't. I talk good. <laughs> Turn your mic on first before you talk, stupid. <laughs> Awk. Good. Um, Deuce chill. I don't really care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also had this problem with you too, so I'm not. That's when I. That's when you fell out of favor with me, Matt. Is it going to happen again? As long as I don't have ten shots of tequila, it ain't happening again. Do you realize what you did? Yeah. What I, did you do? I yelled at the boss. Uh, and you realize it's My, not just me. And Dubs. I yelled at Dubs. I think I yelled at... I can't remember if I yelled at Dubs, to be honest with you, but I probably did. I pro- I disrespected him by displaying anger in his booth. And, uh... Look, we yes, want- this is the booth of kindness. <laughs> and I don't want any anger coming in my booth. Dubs, Dirty Jim, the booth of kindness. Yes, this is the booth of uh, happiness and uh, All right, here's spirituality. Here's the thing. I welcome you... <laughs> Back into the fray. But here's the problem. It won't happen again. I'm not going to lie to you. And you got, and I think Dubs and I have been too nice with everybody. Because a couple of our guys, I know they work real hard. They're not being paid what they should be. So we let them get away with more than we should. And it's going to stop. We're going to be hard asses. As much as we don't want to, mm-hmm. to you. And you're just going to have to deal with it. And eventually things will loosen up again. But 
It's got to be that way. And I will never forget that. I'm willing to forgive, but I'm not forgetting. It's Hepe's 9-11. Okay. Senor His Ham- stripes do not run. Senor Hamburglar, you're in the hideout. Yeah, that fight that you guys had last night made me cry myself to sleep. It's like when my dad hits my mom. Mm. You know what? It was kind of like that. Me and Tommy were chatting about it last night. Uh, like whenever Hefe gets mad, we do the whole mom and dad are fighting thing, and we just shut down. I just sat here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I mom or dad? You're the angry one. Whichever one it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever one was. Both both of my parents are awful like that, so I could be either one. Uh, Nightmare Dave, you got the final word. Hey, what's up, guys? Go ahead. Yeah, I, def- I definitely just want to say that that was definitely a show killer. Even after the show, I felt so dejected about the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God. Cause and I hate- the other time I heard you yell like that was with the, the celebrity justice lady. And I, it sounds like Matt is pretty remorseful about the whole thing, but he should, it, I mean, if you're going to let it kind of go a little bit as far as, you know, okay, he's going to be back on the show knowing that he, you know, messed up or whatever, he needs to be punished for having messed up. I think he's. I would feel better if he were punished. Totally. In some way. Um, on Friday with the Heritage. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I'm gonna try to make it, but I don't know. All right, Nightmare Dave. All right, Tyler. Did he call you Tyler? I don't know what he called me. <laughs> I turned out. <laughs> Maybe call me Killer. I don't know. Her. All right, we'll think about a punishment, but first, let's give out prizes. Hide outdoor prize blowout. What's tonight's game show? That's the one Matt actually did. Matt, you created a game. Is this going to be your first way to get back into good graces? Yes. What is it? It's a Johnny Weir quote game. Johnny Weir is a figure skater from the... Don't be racist. Mm-hmm. I know you're black. Figure. Figure. Oh. Okay. All right. And, uh, I've never seen one skate. He's very... What the hell, dude? Come <laughs> he's on. very flamboyantly gay <laughs> man. Very flamboyantly gay figure skater from for America at this past Olympics. All right, should we play one of these clips and people can start calling and guessing if it uh, is Johnny Weir or not? Yeah, sure. Cocaine? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Guilty pleasures? Um, I love good steak. I love maxing out credit cards. I feel good when I do that. <laughs> wow. All right, did he actually say that or did he not? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And after such a great production piece, Chunks, you come out with that. Here's what we're going to do. I know. It's like you didn't even do one of them. Um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break and come back. Matt, I will allow you to come up with your punishment on Friday. It's all up to you. All right. It's next. Uh, the Hideout Headlines uh, game show is already played. This is the Hideout No Prize Blowout. It's Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, for now, it's put behind us. Matt Albert will do something to atone Friday night in the open door to the Heretics and to me. And we'll leave it at that. We'll wait till Friday night in the open doors and see what goes down. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It is time now to play the um, Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Got some fantastic prizes to give away, including 
Dubs, we have those Predator tickets. We have uh, great time at the Predators games. Yeah, Universal uh, Park passes, also gift certificates to Johnny's Spilling Station, and a pair of tickets and pit passes to see the Amped Mobile AMA Supercross Series being held March 18th at the Florida Citrus Bowl. Uh, most electrifying motorcycle racing event in the world is back, and advanced Super Value tickets are only 12 bucks. Visit Napa Auto Parts to pick up your free pit passes. So call now and be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Okay, let's, um, let's go to, uh, you think, what, best two out of three? How many of these do we I have? I have eight. All right, so let's say if they get the first one wrong, they get a, they get a second chance. All right. All right. We'll do it like that. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Kevin in Orlando, your first up. And What's it's the up, it's Johnny Weir quote uh, game. Yeah, Johnny Weir quote game. This he, quote's about uh, Johnny Weir on his guilty pleasures. Now, he's an incredibly effeminate, I guess, figure skater. Yeah, All figure right. skater. <laughs> All right. Cocaine. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guilty pleasures? Um, I love good steak. I love maxing out credit cards. I feel good when I do that. Alright, was that actually Johnny Weir, or is that one made up? I'm going to say that was Johnny Weir. You're a winner. Congratulations, Kevin. Hold on. Nice. Uh, do you have any background info on this guy, like, other than him being a very effeminate figure skater? For some reason, he wanted to fight the establishment of the figure skating world in America. Like, he was called the bad boy of figure skating. There's a uh, there's a establishment to the figure skaters. There's yeah, some... apparently. Mm. So uh, coming down on them for being you know too manly or butch, I guess. Uh, and that's what he is, a butch. Yes. I, I suppose so. I uh, will move on to Tom. Tom, you're next up. In hey, the... fellas, how are you? All right, buddy. Hide outdoor prize blowout. Here we go. Johnny Bye. on in the closet athletes. I say come out and play, boys. The weather's fun, and I want to frolic. All right, was that really Johnny Weir, or was that not? Um, sure, why not? That was definitely him. All right, I could so tell that was incredibly made up. I don't even know how that... <laughs> if he was a gay man, there's no way he'd be saying it like that. You'll get a second chance, Tom. Here we go. Here's your second one. Johnny on wearing fur coats. I love beautiful things. Even if it means having a fur coat or diamonds, or even if I want to wear a tiara someday, then that's just the way it's going to be. I don't think Peter will ever realize that wearing fur is fabulous. But for now, I think it is. Was that really Johnny or not? Uh, that definitely was not him. Oh, that actually, that was him. Yeah. All right, Chunks, get in here, you He's moron. Very gay. <laughs> wow, oh, wow. That was maybe... That's so over-the-top, uh... It's so over-the-top homo. Yeah. I don't know how he can even front that he's not. Are you talking about Chunks? Yes. What happened? That wasn't me. Why are you looking at me? Just so at home doing that. What? Just sitting there. Throwing that voice on for that. No, you know, I, I, you know, I learned from the Hideout Headlines game, so I want to put some emotion into it. Game so? All right. You were, you, were you sitting on something you got from the Premier Adult Factory outlet while you are doing it? Boy, oh boy. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Let's go to Chris, Crystal and Daltona. You're next up. You ready, Crystal? 
All right, yeah. All right, here we go, sweetie. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Weir or uh, not? Johnny on wearing spandex. I don't like to be called a jock. That makes me think of spandex-covered football players. It's just not me. I'm in rhinestones and velvet, not spandex. Wow. Uh, was that actually him? No. It was him? Yes, it was him. Okay, now I can't even tell anymore because it's just so over the top. Are you going to get a second chance, Crystal? All right. All right, so he does like the... All right, play that one one more time real fast. I don't like to be called a jock. That makes me think of spandex-covered football players. It's just not me. I'm in rhinestones and velvet, not spandex. Like that's any better. All right, here we go, Crystal. He has something against uh, spandex, but not rhinestones and velvet. He doesn't like to be called a jock, but he prefers... All right, fill in the blank. Here we go. Uh, Can I? No, not yet. Johnny on crying after a performance. Some guys might say it's girly to break down and cry, but that's who I am. I'm not butch. You won't see me wearing flannel and chopping firewood anytime soon. What the hell? I don't even know what's going on here. Uh, it's, but it's my favorite game show. Crystal in Deltona. Was that actually Johnny Weir? Oh, she she punched out after uh, All right. the lumberjack comment. All right, we'll go to Fudge Cakes in Orlando. Was, Perfect name for this. Fudge Hello, ca- this is Fudge Cakes. Uh, was that or was that not uh, Johnny Weir? That was him because he uses the figure skates to cut the ice. <laughs> That was I fake. just died in Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Here's your second chance, Fudge Cakes. All right. Johnny Weir on his hotel room in the Olympic Village. I'm very princessy. As far as travel is concerned, having a nice room and things like that. It's a little dusty, very underdecorated. The beds aren't very soft. But I'm enjoying it. I'm roughing it. It's the same thing as me going out in the woods. Uh, Johnny Weir or not? That was him. You're a winner. Hold on. Fudge cake. I hate this game. Why? I can't figure out which ones are Matt's now. <laughs> because you're, here's the thing. You're not focusing on what's being said. You're focusing on... No, no it's just I... Matt's so gay with his stupid made-up quotes. But I, it's... Uh... Yeah, this guy's Fruity McFruiterson all the way. I could tell the very first one. Yeah, the first one was an easy one, but the rest of them... I was sure that was fake because of the... It's like me being out in the woods. I'm like, that's so Matt, that dumb bastard. And then it's real. He's really gay. He's just really, it's easy to write for him. Just throw a cliche and there he is. <laughs> Chunks, you do a great Johnny Weir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. You'd like to do a great Johnny Weir. Uh, let's move on Tens. to... <laughs> toasty Stuff. You ready, Toasty Stuff? Yeah, what's up, guys? All right, brother, here we go. Johnny on his performance costumes. My mom and I design and sew ourselves. It's rough on my mom because I'm a fabric diva. I expect nothing less than velvet and silk on this body. When I want something, daddy gets it. (laughs) Shut the hell up. You gotta be kidding. Is that real Johnny Weir or fake? Uh, real. Oh, that one was fake. Damn. Who even... All right, that was... Uh, I'm impressed. Uh, that was uh, that was good. I hear Toasty Stuff. Here's the next chance here in the hideout. This is the last one. All right, so the last one for Toasty Stuff. Here we go. Johnny, Johnny's tips on proper tanning. Make sure you wear the hairnet, and make sure you don't shower for two and a half hours, not three, because three, for some reason, it sticks a little harder. 
But I've been doing the lay down tanning bed and when my butt cheeks pushed together. The white triangle because it never gets tan. There's no way. There's no way that is real. I, I, toasty stuff, it's up to you, though. I, I don't know what to say. I'm going to have to go with real. What? <laughs> what? Uh, all right, hold on. Oh, there's no way. Oh, how the hell? Told you it was gay. <laughs> that is a flaming, flaming guy. Oh, Mo. He gets a trifecta. Yeah, the hat trick. All right, well, there it is, the Johnny Weir game. All right, let's clear the phone lines. Thank you to everyone who called. Sorry if you weren't able to hop in. Thank you for uh, lighting up the board. You may want to just call right back, though, because it's time to get some people qualified. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Instead of a ride to school Tuesday, 15-year-old Chris Rogers got a ride to the emergency room after he was stabbed in the back. Rogers' injuries were not life-threatening. A dozen of his classmates saw it all. Now yelling out like, she got a blade, she got a blade. And that's when she had came up. They took it out of her pocket and was stabbing him. The students, all from Rosemont School, a school for troubled teens, wrote witness statements for police before they were loaded into police cars to be taken to school. The stabbing happened at a Lynx bus stop right across the street from a fire rescue station in Washington Shores. Like a little baby cult, really. they all in the same uniform and... I don't know, they, they're bad. Tiffany Alexander says the bus stop is a regular site of trouble. She believes she saw the accused stabber, Shatara Henderson, being beaten herself on Friday. Her father told us she came home injured that day. Yeah, they just like fights. Like last Friday, they fought right out there and they drove the girl from there past the mailboxes and it's like a whole bunch of kids. They just be egging each other on with it. Like really bad. Police went to Henderson's home but did not find her. They're investigating if this incident was retaliation for what happened Friday. Other residents in the neighborhood say kids from Rosemont School are out of control. I'm 84 years old. I ain't never been in no trouble. That don't make sense. All right, welcome back to another Hideout Real Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations to James Cook of Payne City. Was that last uh, guy uh, Kamala? Sounded like it. <laughs> it was just literally an 84 year old. It was Booty a, girl. It was an 84 year old black guy riding his bicycle in the neighborhood, and they just like, hey, come here. What do you think? Um, but little chicken, George. How are you today? That's great. But he, uh, but uh, what's his name from uh, Haines City? What was his name again? I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. James Cook. James Cook. Congratulations. Qualified for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. One more qualification tonight. Again, we give it away on Friday. $500 thanks to Shell. Go to your uh, local Shell and uh, find out about their fuel stretch program. He's got a blay. He's got a blay. <laughs> yeah. Now, remember some of the stuff that used to happen on a school bus, though? Yeah. Uh, school Never bus. Never stabbing when I was growing up. No, not stabbings, but there's plenty of times where, you know, there's just stuff. It was like the pre party before you get to school. You don't feel like there's any rules on the bus because you aren't in a classroom. So you kind of take advantage of it to uh, maybe, you know, you do like the, the childish stuff, the wet willies to whoever's in front of you. You smack people in the back of the head. You just, you know, messing around. It's a lot of fights on the bus, too, because a lot of people are stuck in that bus on some routes for like an hour and a half. Did you ever have any of those friends? I never had to be on it for that long. And you were the last person dropped off? That was the worst if you were the last person on the bus. 
Just make yourself comfortable. And remember sitting in the back of the bus, too, mm-hmm. and just, like, all, like fighting over that little half seat. Like, you want, you had to have the half seat. The, the half seat means you don't have to share it with anyone. That's why everybody wanted it. If not, you know, when it was full, you had to share it with some stinky schlub. You know as bad as when the kid in the front of the bus would puke, and when you got off the bus, you'd have to jump over it? It was all covered in cat litter? Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> it's true. It was usually cat litter. You're right. They carried cat litter with them, so if anybody threw up. And why was it that I know, or usually, I know I didn't, live on the same side of town or the same route with any of my friends. No one I liked was on my bus. No, it was always the worst. You never got on the bus with your friends. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. And, like, you'd always get pissed if you got stuck in a seat where the window didn't go down. Mm -hmm. Or if for some reason that damn bus driver was being a bitch and wouldn't let you put the windows down. Every once in a while, they'd get an attitude if some kid had his fingers out the window. All right, for the whole month, no one gets to roll down their windows. Is there a worse uh, job than school bus driver? I know they're having troubles uh, like uh, around here hiring, uh, getting enough buses out there to uh, have all the kids in because people don't want to do it. They, they say it's because of the pay, 10 to $15 an hour, but there's plenty, what? plenty of people who would jump at 10 or $15 an hour but we only do it in the morning and the afternoon, though. But you get paid a little bit, like uh, like stock time and everything. It ends up being about six hours a day. I know there's plenty of people who jump on something like that. I didn't know you could do that. Now, what kind of license do you have? Because I see these old ladies riding around. You know they don't have some cool badass license. No, you just have to have one of those uh, one of those licenses where you can drive like a uh, delivery truck or anything like that. Same type of thing. What were some of the other fun things you used to do on the bus? Pencil break. Oh, yeah, pencil break. Print, you, pencil break would always get started. And remember when it was a big deal when guys were going to fight mm-hmm. at a certain bus stop? So then a lot of your friends who never rode on your bus, you knew if there's a fight going on, if there's a big crowd to get on that bus because at the third stop they're oh, throwing down. Wait, they, they would let people on the bus that weren't supposed to be on that bus? Yeah. Oh, well, our, ours took us right to our houses. Oh. So, yeah, we... Uh, my 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 school bus was at certain corners in the neighborhood. Oh, uh, everybody uh, got on their own bus. Uh, the bus driver knew everybody was supposed to be on that bus. You had to bring a note if you uh, if you were going over to someone's house. Now, see, that's yeah, that's complete. You guys are in, you're in a small town. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing about that is in a small town. Yeah, we it was kind of nice getting dropped off right at your uh, your house though. Deuce, oh, I'm sure. Do uh, did you ride a bus when you were growing up? I did. Uh, up until high school, then the bus sucks. If you're in high school and you're ride, riding, well, you the have bus, to until you turn 16. Not if you have an older brother. Yeah, that's so. That's the good thing. If you you always try to make uh, friends with the uh, upperclassmen that are, live around you, or have an older brother or sister. I remember the chicks, even when they were freshmen, they never have to ride the bus. There were you never saw a hot chick on a bus. Not true. Well, if you were a hot chick, would you get on a bus? I th- I never saw a hot chick on the bus. You did, Tommy? Yeah, I was just thinking, I don't know if you just saw me, like, grab my head and go, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Like, if I was with certain girls and, like, I didn't necessarily, you know, want anyone to know or no one knew that we were, like, getting it on, sometimes I would, we would have to take the bus home. And, like, people were like, why are they sitting together? And, like, I didn't know you guys are friends. You kind of hang with different crowds, don't you? And then I remember her, the the one girl, uh, like talking to my ear about all the stuff we're gonna do later. 
And then the next day, everyone was talking. Like, hey, uh, Tommy's with that blonde chick, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the worst thing about high school. You are unable to keep a secret in high school. Yeah, but if they're hot, you don't want to keep that secret. That's the one you want spreading. But still, I mean, say you don't hook up with a hot chick. Yeah, I thought you were supposed to start the rumors yourself and spread them about you. With the hot chick? No, because then it gets back. Because if you ever get busted that you started a rumor about yourself... You will never, ever, ever live that down. I don't think you would ever take that chance. Because the humiliation would just be the worst. I think. Ryan in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on? Uh, buddy of mine got a little HJ under his high school letter jacket on the way back from a basketball game. So you know. From the bus driver? <laughs> no, 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 no. One of the cheerleaders stuck mm. on the bus on the way back. Now, that happens occasionally. There's always some sort of... Uh, Hand action going on on a bus a lot of times. Especially not so much when you're going to and from school, but when you're going on field trips. Yeah. Oh, I... You love field trips, but you hated them at the same time. Did you hear about this kid in Detroit? There, I guess there was some painting worth like a million five. Yeah. million and a half dollar uh, painting. And so and, this kid uh, is going around and he sticks his gum on the painting. <laughs> I guess the gum didn't get like stuck to any of the fiber, but there was like that uh, chemical mark the leave uh, the gum leaves behind. They they say they'll probably be able to get it out, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they ever take kids, twelve year old kids, around uh, expensive things on a uh, on a field trip because the kids don't absorb that right. Then all they're looking for is the uh, the, uh, the the trip to McDonald's after the the field trip. The day off, and remember too. I mean, you'd always have to pay like your what five bucks and get mm-hmm. your little release form. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big deal going on that stupid field trip. Like growing up in Dallas, we'd always take the trip, and we'd be from wherever we were, like we Grand Prairie, maybe North Dallas, down into uh, another part of the city to the Natural History Museum or whatever it is. And you don't care. You're not interested. You're just you're interested in having lunch outside of the lunchroom mm-hmm. and running around, maybe uh, hanging out with Ashley Music, uh, talking to her, thinking maybe you can get something going. Uh, you guys probably know a little bit about this, but you know where the most dangerous place to go on a field trip is? Where? Uh, D.C. Like, cause we went on a field trip there one time, and we didn't know about the whole. Wait, you're, this is just a personal account of uh, going to D.C. This is an actual statistic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. what? Okay. You uh, you said it's the most dangerous place. To oh go yeah, on. no 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 yeah, it's just personal. Okay. Account. Yeah, like I, I didn't we didn't know about the laser pointer thing, and we almost got bum rushed in one of the malls up there because a kid busted out a laser pointer, and I guess you you're not allowed to have them up there. I guess. Yeah, Matt. On a field trip. Uh, my school or class almost got into a rumble with another school because they were <laughs> grinning at our girls. <laughs> and uh, it was the I national... know you and your friends. You had no girls. No, no. It was, well, the group of friends had girls. I was just kind of around the group of friends. It's shocking. And the girls just kind of <laughs> passed this group of Asian guys. And then I guess they said, some, they said something to him. And How did was, they know they were looking at him with those? All right. <laughs> and the, and well, the, we had to go to the rhino cages. It was like, <laughs> oh, you want to do something? You want to do something? I, and then meet me at the monkeys. The, hey. No, hey. not you. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's 
Chunks kind of has some breaking news. What happened, Chunks? What's going on, Mr. Executive Producer of The Hideout? I got this audio clip that uh, I put up in the back. It should be on Dubs' computer now. Uh, you were talking about Hurricane Katrina earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much. I'd much rather play the clip, but you're really going to be pissed off. It's, it's kind of like a confidential video that I guess was found about um, a briefing that the president may have gotten. You know the uh, the what Brown was talking about yesterday? Right. How he sa- how he warned the president and everything? That's what this is. Whoa. All right, let me hear it. It was Sunday, August 29th, 19 hours before Hurricane Katrina slams ashore on the Louisiana coast. The storm was still at sea, swirling and strengthening. Then FEMA Chief Michael Brown was briefing President Bush, Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff, and local officials on the readiness plans. The meeting was recorded, and now, six months later... Obtained exclusively by the Associated Press. The tape shows a clear sense of urgency. My gut tells me, I told you guys, my gut was that this is a bad one and a big one. Everyone everyone within FEMA is, is actually on call. This is, put it mildly, the big one, I think. The nation's top hurricane experts offer their predictions. This is a Category 5 hurricane uh, very similar to Hurricane Andrew in the maximum intensity, but there's a big, big difference. This hurricane is much larger than Andrew ever was. And identify major threats. I also want to make absolutely clear to everyone that the greatest potential for large loss of life is still in the coastal areas from the storm surge. Brown also voices concern over the so-called shelter of last resort, the New Orleans Superdome, another fear that would, in time, prove accurate. Uh, as you may or may not know, the uh, Superdome is about 12 feet below sea level, so I don't know what the heck. And I also concerned about that roof. I don't know whether that roof is designed to stand, withstand a cat five hurricane. So not to be kind of gross here, but I'm concerned about NDMS and medical and DMORT assets and their respond to a catastrophe within a catastrophe. So President Bush was dialed into that briefing from his ranch in Crawford, Texas, and offers support for the ongoing efforts. I want to assure the folks at the state level that uh, we are fully prepared to not only help you during the storm, but we will move in whatever resources and assets we have at our disposal after the storm to help you deal with the uh, uh, with the loss of property, and, and, and we pray for no loss of life, of course. But the president doesn't ask any questions, and just four days later tells ABC News that no one could have predicted the scope of this storm. There is frustration, but uh, I want people to know there's a lot of help coming. I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. A seemingly direct contradiction to what is said at the briefing. I don't think anyone can tell you with any uh, confidence right now whether the levees will be topped or not, uh, but that's obviously a very, very great concern. Concern for a storm that would leave more than 1,300 dead and 2,300 people missing. Pretty powerful. Uh, Impeach, can we start the chant? Oh, my God. You have to be kidding me. I don't have a problem with Brown anymore. I, I feel bad for throwing that guy under the bus the yeah. way he, but he was so incredibly the scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Brown delivered. Brown actually... <laughs> <You're such a laughs> nice. 
And that would have been a great joke if I could have heard Brown on the air. Yeah. You ass. Turn your mic on first. Ow, deliver it. <laughs> I heard it in here. Moron. I can't believe people aren't outraged. How? This just came out. All right, listen. Uh, wait a second. I was wrong. America is pissed. Look at them. They're fighting angry. Fired up. I really feel bad for Brown. I feel awful for this guy. He really did nothing wrong. He he did everything right. He predicted everything that could have happened with this thing and asked for help with all of it. Do you have the clips from a couple of days ago uh, when we, he was actually talking about this that I pulled him and I, about him taking the sword? Yeah. Kind of gay. <laughs> Think about it. And how he uh, kind of felt, you know, like he was thrown under. He he, They laid it all out there, dude. And again, the president just oblivious. Just oblivious to what's going on. How this guy isn't impeached is beyond me. The Associated Press is the one that got the, uh, the audio. Part of being a presidential appointee is that you have to be willing to fall on the sword for the President of the United States. And clearly I was either, I either fell on the sword or was pushed on the sword. I'll leave that for others to make the judgment. Um, and so I think that I was made to scapegoat in that regard. Most armies, though, really, they never leave their wounded or their dead on the battlefield. And in this case, uh, I'm willing to take the fall for the President, but I wish I hadn't been left on the battlefield. You think he may have had a little bit to do with this getting out there? <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. Good. And you know why, man? Unlike others before have been screwed by this administration who were actually on the administration's team, they're just like, all right, we're not going to question. Mm-hmm. We're just going to let you go. We'll just throw it out there, whatever. Fine, I'll take the hit. I'll go, quote, unquote, retire and be with my family, spend more time with my family. But this guy's not have a reputation to uphold. I still have a life to live. I want to uh, still I want to open help up, people. I want to do a consulting uh, firm. And no one's going to hire me like this. I love it. Where's the outrage, though? Up oh, here it is. We're so distracted, dude. More, what? More people know about the Simpsons than the First Amendment. More people uh, are watching American Idol. Than the uh, State of the Union. More people are concerned about the end of Lost. Don't you dare. Yeah. You I son know. of a bitch. Why Don't tempt you... him. Yeah. Oh. Why'd you mention that? I forgot. Oh, I hope I taped it. I, I, I could have just let you guys sat there and you're the ones that brought it up. I, I was just making a point. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. The I can't believe it, brother. That's an amazing piece of audio right there. Come back with just like the very end where it's like the contradiction. contradiction. Yeah. All right. That whole thing. Kind of a smoking gun a little bit. The president knew what was going down. Still hadn't done anything to help New Orleans either. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tells ABC News that no one could have predicted the scope of this storm. There is frustration. But uh, I want people to know there's a lot of help coming. 
I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. A seemingly direct contradiction to what is said at the briefing. I don't think anyone can tell you with any uh, confidence right now whether the levees will be topped or not. Uh, but that's obviously a very, very great concern. Concern for a storm that would leave more than 1,300 dead and 2,300 people missing. It's Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I guess that's the big news. It's kind of breaking everywhere. There was a Bush, uh, there was a tape uh, proving that Bush was warned. I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. <laughs> Before Katrina. I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. Yeah, Liar. They, yeah, they did, actually. Uh, you were was, there. <laughs> just probably not paying attention. I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. Just like nobody anticipated them flying planes into buildings. I don't think anybody anticipated the breach of the levees. Oh, wait, no, they did. They actually did say, hey, they may be on the verge of doing that. Wow, oh, wow. We seem to have a mechanical flaw. You. He's just president. He can't predict all these things. Come on, he can't save us from this stuff. You know, he doesn't have the tools and the devices, you know, plans set in place to... You know, prevent things like this. Give them a break. I don't think anyone can tell you with any uh, confidence right now whether the levees will be topped or not. Uh, but that's obviously a very, very great concern. Oh, boy. All right. Bong Swap Matt in the hideout on Road Radio. First one to sound off. What's up, brother? Yeah, I just, I got some serious gripes about this guy, Bush. I mean, who? What? Bush. Oh. Our supposed president. Right. When he presided over Texas for six years, he executed 152 people, one of them who he skipped over the evidence that he was mentally retarded and exempt from death penalty. The guy only committed one execution to life sentence. He's only really good at killing people between that and the war in New Orleans. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that. Honestly, but it, it, and it, he wasn't trying to kill that retard. He was just, you know, shock treatment to stop him from drooling. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, he was trying to do good. Um, man, oh man. I mean, what else do you think, Bong Swan? Well, a lot of it's really our fault, because when I voted, I was one of the only people under the age of 60. <laughs> and, um, that's the issue. Um, it's true. We didn't yeah, go out in droves. back on us. No, it absolutely is, and we have, well, not all of us, because a lot of us didn't vote for him. Uh, more than uh, the first time, half the country. Uh, thank you, Bong Swan. 407 Diana and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, I just want I think the blame goes on the Louisiana governor. And how dare her to go ahead and spend money to fix up the mansion, where that money should have went for the schools in New Orleans in the first place, and then ask for funding for those levies. They could have took a one-cent tax and, and put it towards you're their right. own damn They deserve to die. You're right, they all deserved it, mainly because they're black, right? How do I just, you know, spout off, I'm sure, whatever Rush or Hannity said or will say. And don't think that the, the state governments there are perfect, but they did ask for this stuff and <laughs> nothing was delivered. Here's the problem. This is, this, is, this is bigger than that. It's the 
Uh, we had no idea of predicting. Yeah, that, and it's if you the lying, dude. It's the lying about weapons of mass destruction. It's the lying about shooting guys in the face. It's the lying about not knowing what's going to happen with Katrina. Forget about these people being left on bridges forever. Just know that he knew that this was going to happen, and went on TV everywhere trying to save himself by lying to you. Over and over and over again. Play the play the latest clip real fast, just just so you can hear what's um it's track six on today's. Dubs. Yeah, I gotta take the brown one out. Ugh. Oh God. <laughs> Seriously. Don't worry about it. This is my booth. My booth of trust. Eric and Orlando here <laughs> in the hideout. What's up, Eric? Yeah, I just want to throw something out there. Uh, much like he's done in the past, do you think today's little uh, excursion to the Mideast might just be another big smoke screen to take a little attention off what he knew was going to come out of the media? I mean, it could be, but, dude, this is, like, at the top of everything right now. Maybe he's just... guarantee he's going to capture uh, bin Laden now. So. Uh, yeah, well, he, he can't. He, I'm telling you, the Republicans cannot get bin Laden because then they have nothing to stand on. Well, here's the thing. Didn't he say he doesn't spend a lot of time on that anyway? He doesn't really spend a whole lot of time with on bin Laden. It's not really a priority. Before setting out for five days overseas, one more embrace of the deal to let an Arab company run terminals at six U.S. ports. If there was any doubt in my mind or people in my administration's mind that uh, our ports would be less secure and the American people endangered, this deal wouldn't go forward. That inflexible statement angered some Republican leaders trying to cool the emotions surrounding the issue. But for Mr. Bush, the ports debate is hardly the only pressing challenge. Bloody sectarian violence in Iraq has many worried about civil war. Right, so let's pause it for a second. So there's... What's so civil about war anyway? <laughs> Thanks, Axel. <laughs> there's, there's no... I don't want your civil war. Doesn't have any idea about the ports going on. <laughs> then a civil war is going to break out in a country that we broke. And now I guess there's more. This is Bush's resume. Uh, and their leaders must make a choice. The choice is chaos or unity. Another tough stretch for a Bush team that had vowed progress in 2006 after a rocky 2005 marked by a botched Katrina response, a top aide indicted, and a Supreme Court debacle. A new CBS poll shows the president's public approval taking another nosedive. I mean, that just pretty much says it. Yet somehow it's just, it's all whatever. It's okay. He's He's the ranch and the berries of Paul. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. No, that's knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, oh, wait, wait well, they up. all sound the same. Why don't you just start singing November Rain for me? Have you heard the new ones? No. I've got them. I should bring them in. Please. Are they good? <laughs> no. Everybody's telling me that they're actually good this time, and I guess not, huh? It's from the same stupid CD, Chinese Democracy. They already put that, movie, that CD out, didn't they? No. No. Mm. They've been waiting on it. It's been like 12 years. They've been waiting for that thing. Right. I remember talking about that coming out when I was at Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. Yeah. It won't ever come out. 99. JC in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah, man, I'm um, trying to be somebody. I'm still listening to this fog of war nonsense, and I'm going like, isn't that the excuse they used to use like back in the 1500s when you 
actually didn't have satellites. I mean, it was a freaking Category 4 hurricane, the size of a freaking state. They couldn't see this thing on a satellite, like on CNN. And and the funny thing, too, is they sat there and they said, hey, this is going to be a really big deal. This is probably going to be the big one we've talked about. That's what you. I'm, what's, what's President Bush doing at that farm of his? Like biking with Lance Armstrong? I'm like, uh, turn on the TV, man. He's praying because you can even hear him say, "Uh, let's just pray no one dies." <laughs> well, how about how about doing something about it? You're the president. Hey, praying is doing something. You could talk to Jesus later. You actually have the ability to get stuff done. This is the pray booth. Are you saying Jesus isn't proactive? Because he is in everything he does. No, he's I, just a pro. Yeah. I don't even. What the hell? Don't blaspheme. <laughs> Phil and Webster, you're in the hideout. What's up, Phil? Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, buddy. I actually, I think you missed a news clip where George Bush claimed that Hurricane a weapon of mass destruction. Oh, he's cutting out. You're cutting out, bro. Try to call back when you go. I think he said four bars. Mi- I think he said we missed the clip where the uh, weapons of mass destruction were washed away by the... Well, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> Sounded funny though, dude. <laughs> All right, well there it is. You know where we are right now? Hmm. We're in the jungle, baby. And you're gonna die. <laughs> uh, Brett in Orlando. I think maybe Bush has been dancing with Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> <laughs> nudge, nudge. Hi, Go ahead, Brett. <laughs> I was gonna say that uh, I understand with the, the president. He totally opened my eyes with the whole thing. But um, what I don't understand is why do keep, uh, people keep on pulling the uh, the race card? Uh, because if it had been any predominantly white city, things probably would have happened faster. That's just a fact. If that's happening in the Hamptons, trust me, people are getting in. All right, maybe you can go along the, the lines of socioeconomic poor, but even then, the poorest people tend to be because of the way society's set up. Mm-hmm. Of color. So, yeah. You know, if, it, if it's happening in another, like, Denver, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Aspen. What, I, what, you, what you need to give President Bush right now, just a little patience. You're epic, dude. I don't know how you did it. You broke them all out. New Orleans. New Orleans is no paradise city. No. No. Not anymore. No. Before, you used to say welcome. Welcome to the the Paradise City. The grass is green and the girls are pretty. Hey! Can't you please take me home? (laughs) It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Wednesday night coming up at the end of this segment. Last chance for the night to get qualified for the $500 in gas money from Shell Fuel Stretch. $500 $500 in gas money from Shell, man. That could go so far. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is be caller 7, get qualified, and have your name drawn at the end of the week. And there are only 20 people who get qualified total for the week. You got good odds if you can get into it. Incredibly. And you can get qualified more than once. I mean, Oh, if, really? Oh, of course. You get your caller 7 more than once. Why not? Um, Time for what's on the web. This is where Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert scour the internet to bring us the latest. Or maybe not the latest, but just really the fun stuff that we haven't heard here in the hideout. It's been played everywhere else. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I said this last week and the week before and the week before that. Uh, it's been a very slow week on the uh, internet. <laughs> Have here. you found everything that there's ne- that's needed on the internet? I don't know. It goes in waves. Like there'll be weeks where like I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get this on, I gotta get this on, and other times it's like. Oh, God, I'm really just reaching for the bottom here. I'm well, just... too bad we used that Kamala gem yesterday. I know. That's kind of what I was hoping he was going to do it today <laughs> so I could play it tonight. But, uh, yeah. What do you um, This first one, it just made me think of Dubs. Because, and I actually remarked to Dubs, this is Hefe when he takes care of Sadie Lou while <laughs> Dubs is out of town. It's just this weird, crazy guy just screaming at his own cats. He's running around. You hear him running around and huffing and puffing into the camera. Just screaming curse words at his cats. And it's funny, in this first clip here, he screams at his cat, and then he starts acting very loving towards it at the end. Alright, so this is when I was, when I babysat Sadie Lou. Down! F***ing jump! Jump! Get the f- down from there! F***ing jump! Jump! Do it, you bitch! Do it! <laughs> Jump! Jump! Do it! You pussy! Jump! Look at me! Look at me! Up here! Up here! Oh my god. Oh, that was great, dude. That, that alone makes the segment worth it. I'll tell you that, that's the number re- one reason why cats suck and dogs kick ass. Because a cat won't do anything. It's and not going to adhere to your orders. It has its own agenda. <laughs> well, the guy has more than one cat. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do all three, but here's cat number two. What the f*** are you looking at? <laughs> Don't run away from me! I'll end you! I'll end you! <laughs> Where'd you f***ing go? You son of a bitch! <laughs> this can't be real. Oh my god. Don't f- go in my closet! <laughs> I, hold on. Get the f- outside! I, is this. Are the links up yet? No, I have to put them up. Oh, you dumbass. Sorry. But <laughs> I, want, I want to go see this. you got to send me the link to this. I want to see this guy. Ye- Do you see him yelling at him? You don't see him. It's just him carrying the camera around on his shoulder. Screw yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all his like uh, uh, his view. Yeah, and the first guy that he was screaming at is just standing that he's yelling jump at. It just sits there and looks at him. It doesn't get freaked out or anything. It's just, just like... The other ones get really freaked, though. Yeah, eventually it does jump on the ground, then... That was the one that actually went, oh, look up here, here, yeah, good kitty. All right, you got to hurry up and get that up on the hideout page. Newly designed real radio. Don't that up. go in my closet! <laughs> get the <laughs> outside! <laughs> Run! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh. Again, why cats suck. You miss your cats, Penelope and Buster? Yes. Matt? Yes, a lot. I miss yelling at him like that. <laughs> Did you yell at him like that? Yeah, I used to just just call him curse words. <laughs> Saying it like a loving way to where they just still come. Ew. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gibbs. Dubs, do you yell at your cats like that? No. No? I'll end you! <laughs> I think everybody with cats you does or wants to. <laughs> Dubs you is, bitch! That's a demand from Dubs. Dubs, <laughs> Dubs is too busy uh, dressing it up in provocative outfits. Mm-hmm. 
Why can't you fit into this shirt? <laughs> Where are the horns? Where's the tiara? You know, I I want to get some black party pants. I think that'd be cute. Some slacks and some uh, spats, maybe. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. Uh, is that is that all from that guy? Or is there more? Yeah, that's all from that one. It's like a two and a half minute clip. I sort of edited it down, but uh, oh, you got to get a, get that up ASAP. Uh, this is just a quick one. It, it's there wasn't too much visually to it, but I just found it funny because it reminded me of the time we shot chunks with the air gun. There's a guy who's going to the bathroom, or I guess it's airsoft gun or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy's going to the bathroom, he's in the stall, and some friends, quote-unquote friends, just run in and sh- start shooting him with it. Is he yelling at the cat again? <laughs> Alright, that's awesome. <laughs> And then the other thing this week is something I'm very sad about because it was my little spy tool. It yeah. was uh, ProfileSnoop.com, which I think the website is still up, but it doesn't function when you use the feature. Basically, you could copy and paste some code into your MySpace profile that no one could see, <laughs> but you would bl- log in and then you could see who looked at your profile and where they came from. Like if they looked at Hefe's profile and then they went to Matt's profile, then to my profile... It would say what time they looked at it, how many times. Mm-hmm. It would just track everything. Um, what? Who was so? Who was mainly looking at you, Tommy? Uh, mine was actually an actress, surprisingly. And uh, I noticed you checked mine out a few times. You and your chick. Really? Yeah, both my profiles. <laughs> you have another one? No, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> actually, I just looked at it a little while ago. Damn! See, I would have known that if it was still working. But yeah, it something was... about this is the real Tommy or something or other. No, it's nothing like that. At all. <laughs> Hold on, let me go find. No, it. it's not. <laughs> I know if you uh... shut up. <laughs> I know how to find it. Yeah, I did. That's how I found it. Actually, I was looking at a really hot chick. All right. <laughs> no, I know another way too, for anybody to find it. Really? Mm-hmm. I won't say. Anything. Tell me. <laughs> I, I'm curious. Tell me in the talkback. Yeah. And me in the talkback. Turn your mic off. Hmm. I'm not real happy about this. Oh, oh, really? The the secret one? <sighs> there oh. is no secret one. <laughs> wow. Great. I know another way, too. But... All right, shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Right, turn your mic. Let's turn our mics off, and you can tell me real fast. This is no good. That stuff's private. It's on the internet. It's private. Yeah. No, he's right. You want me to tell you, Dubs? No. Yeah. Enough right. with this. Turn your mics off, everybody. Turn your mics off. Jesus. Turn your mic off, Matt. God, Matt. Trying to ruin me over here. There's no secret MySpace profile. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think if you went Backslash through... Backslash Tommy Bateman. <laughs> hmm. You can find me, my real and only profile. So I looked at you a few times? Yeah. And then uh, an actress who was on Third Rock from the Sun. I guess she's friends with Slider or something who's on MySpace. And he's I guess he's a fan of the show. He looked at... Uh, uh, I guess she looked at me from uh-oh. there a few times. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. I just got this from Chunks who's listening in the office that he could hear that. What? <laughs> Lies. Which one? When I was saying or when... Uh... Yeah. Like he... he yeah. <laughs> I right, come in here. I turned off my mic. Was it me? 
Oh, wow. My mic was off. See, now I can see who could find me, but now Profile Snoop is no longer working. You could, you, you could, you could hear that, Chunks? Chunks? Yeah, uh, I could. Which time? So, some of your voices carry a little bit loudly. But Which all I, of our mics were off. Yeah, but stupid talk back thing. All the oh. mics were off. No, you can't hear through the talk back. Oh, whatever, I heard it. <laughs> but I don't think most people did. I mean, I, I just turned the radio up really loudly. What, are you listening? Yeah, because uh, sometimes if you're talking talk back and you turn the radio up all the way, you can hear what, what's being said. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, so anyway, so who was looking at you, Matt? Uh, I wish I'd known about this, and I'd be fascinated to see who's looking at mine. We I didn't s- tell you for a few days because we were planning on using this tool. <laughs> yeah. Until they shut it down. What were you going to use it for? Nothing. Blackmail. Don't worry about it. I know, it. these guys are always plotting. <laughs> always. The two of them are always plotting uh, for evil. But all the heretics, I know which one of you, which a few of you were looking at me repeatedly. All right, who was it? Just tell me. Do uh, you want to know the actress? No, the no, people... You already the... told us the actress, and we I didn't, didn't care. I didn't tell you on the air, and I don't really want to. Um, no, I just noticed uh, Misfit Madge and Kimmy and um, a few other heretics that I don't even know who they are, really. But they have, like, the hideout friends thing. Oh, awesome. Matt, who was looking at and you? And a few hot chicks, actually. Uh, I have a lot of miscellaneous coming from SBK's friends list. Uh, and I Miss Melinda... Uh, oh, jailbait. Yeah. Oh, Melinda and, checked out his profile like 47 times one night, and I'm not wow. even exaggerating. Well, I'm always clicking on people on my top eight. Like, that's all I do all show. Yeah, does, Gibbs. Does it show who looked at your pictures? No, it just shows who visited your profile. Now, why is it gone? Because uh, Tom's an ass, and uh, they instructed his little monkeys to go through and decode or take the code out. So now when you log in, you just get nothing. It says no one's looked at your profile. How many profile views do you have? Me? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was like it was about forty a day. Wow. Uh, on How many do you have overall? It says right in the corner. I don't know. I don't have MySpace up. Mm. I'd have to log in to my one and only one, <laughs> MySpace.com/slash Tommy Bateman. Mm. You don't want the other slash getting out there. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no trouble going on here. Uh, it's not it anymore. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so inside, but it's so fun. There'll be we, trouble later. We so we so rarely have anything on Tommy. Um <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, we'll come back. Well there it is. What's on the web? Actually, there was another profile uh, tracker that Matt and I also had, but that one was taken down, too. Yeah. What was the other one? It was like spy.myspaceplus.com. Yeah. All right, so they're going to keep popping up, right? Hopefully. Just because it seems pretty interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I didn't even know there there was that ability. Is we- there anybody that you'd be afraid to be like, oh, man, I've been looking at theirs? Too much? I wouldn't look at certain people's just because I was afraid they would have it as well. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, like, like who? <laughs> like that crazy girl Denise that used to listen to the show. She checked out Matt's like 15 times one night, and I didn't even want to look at her page just to see what was going on in her crazy head because I was afraid if she has it, then she's gonna think I. It's one of those things where you see a chick and you think she's looking at you, but you don't want to. You want to look to see if she is checking you out, but you don't want to look back because then you think she's gonna think you're checking her out. Exactly. It's like that. I don't know. This has me livid now. It was creepy. 
That's what people do. That's why you have a profile, you moron, so people can look at it. Don't look at mine. Backslash Tommy Bateman. Hmm. <laughs> That's why you have profiles for people to look at it. I don't know why you're so upset, Tommy. <laughs> you, you seriously? I don't even get it. Whatever. I know he's going to go throw chairs. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I'm hot. going gay. The <laughs> <laughs> hideout, real radio, 104.1. Hi, right, welcome back into the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Congratulations to Donnie Jarvis of Port Orange. Latest qualifier for the $500 in gas from Shell Fuel Stretch. I say Donnie's the front runner right now. I agree. I'm picking him. Um, let's just let Silk play. That's the remix. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Childerone's here. Really? Mm. It's been a while since we talked to Deuce Chill. What's going on? What's the latest in the life of Deuce Chill? Oh, nothing new. That's the problem. What do you want? That's what do you want new? I mean, what are you looking for, Deuce? How's life going? How's school? What's your uh, what, What's your main goal right now? My main goal? Yeah, what are you wanting in life? Boys? <laughs> of course not. Hmm. It's not what I hear. Well, your sources are incorrect. What about fellas? Now, you did shave that um, that awful thing that was on your chin. Did you catch a lot of flack for it? Because it looked stupid? Maybe. Because it was really poorly designed and poorly capped and just everything. I told you I did it for the ice skater. Hmm. So nothing new with you, huh? Nah. You don't understand. Alright, now I'm just fascinated. I'm going through I'm going through all his friends on his other profile. <laughs> I'm on there somewhere. My other profile is. Oh, really? Yeah. You have a secret profile, too? <laughs> yes. What? Are, are you guys CIA agents? I don't even know what the hell's happening. A couple of people are like, I even like I've got the secret one and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I can just set it to private, though, and if you really want to go down that street, I can find a lot more yeah. about you, Jimmy Jam. Exactly. Now, that's the thing, too. People uh, See, people think it's a joke that, oh, Tommy will find out stuff about you. They think it's a joke, but... Deuce Choke in a test, you know his mom's home address, and you found it easily. Yep. Yeah, he does. Am I the only person that doesn't have a MySpace account? Yeah, you should hop on. How do I get one? I don't know. <laughs> just not be... I don't know. Whatever. I think they turned me down when I applied. You're so... Uh... This is why I stay on Tommy's side, because I don't want him to turn against me, because I know what he can do. He can find anything about anyone. It's true. It, yeah, absolutely. Remember the first time I freaked you out? I can't, I won't say no, what it was I found, but no, yeah. You're like, how do you know that? <laughs> Why do you have a picture of that person? <laughs> you're creepy, dude, and that's the main reason we <clears throat> can't fire you. You won't stunt, and that's the reason why, because you have secrets. And if there's any info on you on the web, Tommy does find it, because he found I, like multiple web pages with me on it that I had no idea about. Of co- of course, I mean, there's uh, there's something about everybody on the web. Not me. Me either. Now, by the way, I actually found something on Tommy. Oh, really? Um, Send it over. Well, it was forever ago. Mm. But I did a little search on Tommy, a little background. And the one thing that I found... Batsground? 
Yeah, on Bat's ground. Was him running down a show on a message board. Oh, yeah. In which he <laughs> yeah, put his, okay, enough of that one. <laughs> in which he put his entire name. Oh, really? Oh. What? Stupid Dave at <laughs> I got caught up in a radio war years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't want to say what the show is? No, 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 yeah, you know that one? Did you find Can you uh, it? send it over to me? Huh. I won't say it on the air, I promise. Can you write it for me? No. Shut <laughs> now, up. Listen, now we're just doing a radio no, show where no, we're telling no. secrets about each other. Nice. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, now people are telling me, yeah, they found it immediately. That wasn't very hard. You can't, yeah, you can't. You can't have a secret profile if it's on the hottest, like, hair chicks front pages and top eights. <laughs> and if it's of your face, <laughs> then it's just not going to be so secret. Are you sending? Oh, yeah, hold on. Uh, I, I'd rather tell you. you. All right, let's turn our mics off. Oh, I just, I, told I, I just told, he just told me. I got it. Oh, you did? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you know, all right, Matt, I'll write it down for you. Yeah. I think if, 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 it, who it, if it was... Yeah, this is who he, this is who he was running down. Oh, <laughs> but so is Matt, so he should shut the hell up. <laughs> exactly, that's why I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Web nerds posted all over it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That was uh, long before I was ever even yeah. thinking about radio. And I hear you. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one four. That so- did scare the hell out of me though when I first. <laughs> Started working in radio, I was like, oh, God. Is that going to come back to haunt? Yeah. Oh, I used to post stuff about Cameron, too. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. Cameron knows. We all hate him. Um, dubs. Mm-hmm. That's the funny thing is you can't keep secrets anymore. No. Like, you can't even say anything anymore. Like, put things in writing. On the web? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Everything's found. That's why these guys who will go and talk trash on message boards. Mm-hmm. I'll say, I mean, there's specific radio hosts who will just go on and bash people on message boards, and you're thinking, all right, that's going to be in writing for the rest of your career, so if you ever get fired again, if or when, because we all get fired constantly. It's easily accessible. Good luck. Good luck having that come back. That's why you just don't do it. In fact, if you don't think people who are hiring kind of Google your name and find, they, that's they the find other- everything that you've ever written. All right, now I'm getting people, I guess, who are uh, finding things and then sitting over. All right, someone sent me this. I love this one. In the past month, have you stolen anything? Hearts. <laughs> where'd, where'd he go? Oh, oh no. He's coming in. No, dude, it's nothing. It's nothing. 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 No, I'm sorry, Tommy. I didn't mean it, dude. It was nothing. Don't hit me. I was just coming in to see what you... No, we're good. We got a break. <laughs> Don't hit me. I'm immediately having flashbacks to when he literally jumped me in the uh, studio one time. God, he's a scary son of a bitch. I just looked over and was like, oh, crap, where is he? Where'd he go? <laughs> if you think we're not, scared of, we're not scared of Bateman, you're crazy. <laughs> Bateman. 
What? It's the Hideout Real Radio. What <laughs> I can't wait for Friday. Oh, nice. Wednesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Oh, having too much fun. Dub, let's play that story real fast about the uh, couple getting uh, married in the McDonald's. The wait was finally over for Trisha and Tyree Henderson. After three long years, the two who met behind the counter at this Fairborn McDonald's finally said, I McDo. I've seen her the first time I've seen her here. Uh... I just knew she was the one. Um, we just started from there like three years ago. And for the happy couple, the only thing more obvious was the perfect place to start the rest of their lives together. Um, I thought it was the romantic thing to do because of the fact we met here. And just because this is like my second home away from home. The bride and groom both had family and friends there to support them, including a few customers. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it before. Trisha and Tyree aren't the first couple to get married at a McDonald's, but they are the only ones to at the Fairborn location, making history and many memories for years to come. Uh, all right. Matt Albert asks, Tyree, a black guy? No. Did you see him? Huh? Yeah, he's a brother. And uh, white woman. Oh, I, I could tell by her voice. Really? Yeah. You can tell by his voice, too. And his name. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. Shocker. All right, just play it again. Let me see if we can hear that. The wait was finally over for Trisha and Tyree Henderson. After three long years, <laughs> the two who met behind the counter at this Fairborn McDonald's finally said, I McDo. I've seen her the first time I've seen her here. Oh. Uh, so. I just knew she was the one. Uh, we just started from there like three years ago. And for the happy couple, the only thing more obvious was the perfect place to start the rest of their lives together. Um, I thought it was the romantic thing to do because of the fact we met here. And just because this is like my second home away from home. Now I'm This is Tyree Henderson. <laughs> I hate that Midwestern accent, home away from home. That oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to want that true coat. A boot? He's a black. <laughs> <laughs> so you're marrying a black, I hear. <laughs> What's that old boot? How about you now? <laughs> huh? Are you scared? <laughs> Do you lock up your silverware, huh? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. What are you guys going to do for money? <laughs> Uh, now all of a sudden turn into train spotting. Uh, <laughs> it's a very thin line there. Yeah. Um. All right. So when you and your where chick- are you guys gonna get all your dollars? Dollars. <laughs> when you and your chick are getting married, Dubs, where are y'all gonna get married at? If we do, it's a big if. Uh, I hear a little consideration being made there. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas probably. Would you invite me? Sure. I'd go. I'd go to Vegas for your wedding. That'd be cool. That'd be very small. Aren't you going to Vegas later this year? Maybe. Are you getting married later nope. this year? <laughs> it was one of those wonderlick uh, uh, questions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, real fast, I didn't get a chance to tell this story. I'm not going to say name companies, 
But today, I'm moving into a new place, and I was getting direct TV set up. Yeah. Oops, I just named it. Hold on, let me dump it. No, you can say it. Why not? Uh, I don't know. I don't it, know. It's not like the actual uh, place's fault. Well, I dumped it anyway, so let me restart the story. <laughs> I go through the same provider. Fine. So I'm moving into a new place, and I'm getting, I want to be able to get cable. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I said, ah, maybe I'll roll with satellite. I won't say which one. So I Their set NFL up, package is great. Here now. I'm just telling you. I set up the. <laughs> I love the basketball package. It's great. I set up the appointment, and already the people who lived in the place before had the stand and the dish already there. So mm. it's obvious you can get it. The guy walks outside because I'm like, hey, you know, I don't know if this is an old dish or what, but you know, I'd like you for you to set me up with a new one, or whatever, because I like the whole DVR and everything. Takes two looks at it and goes, eh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, there's a dish already here with a stand and everything. Obviously, whoever was here before, they had it. Had it. You can do it. And I'm and I'm looking up at the sky, and there's plenty that like maybe there are three branches in the way that could easily be cut. He goes, yeah, you're not going to get a good signal. <laughs> nice salesman there. Doesn't even try. <laughs> And I'm like, I know when I got mine, the guy came over, we set it up in the first place, didn't work at all. We had no signal at all. So we moved it to another place. Uh, iffy signal. We moved it to a third place, finally tuned it right, and we got it. It took us about an hour to do it. So, I mean, it it just seemed like that guy didn't want to work today. And he pro- I don't know if he gets a flat fee for uh, going out on these calls I mean, it was or something? One, it was one of these zero installation, like, you know, it was, it was nothing for everything. You know? Yeah, well, they, they kind of get you on that. Uh, but as you're saying, you already had the pool and everything There was already up. a post there. And I'm wondering if maybe because there was already a post, he's like, well, I'm not getting anything because, out of this. Screw it. Because, yeah, they, they come over with this wooden two-by-four post and charge you 40 damn dollars for it. It was already there. And a dish was already there. I'm sure you actually could hook up that dish. You think? I'm positive he can. Actually, I'm very positive he can. Well, then what the hell? Did you already, did you tell him there was a dish there? He saw it. No, when you called uh, DirecTV. No. Oh, whatever. Ah, at this point, whatever. <laughs> Why skirt around it? He saw the damn dish. Called called him back. Uh, you know what? I'm not interested. I'm well, a- it's not it's not DirecTV's fault. It's this because these people are individual contractors. Dude, I was so they don't li- have, they don't I, have anything to do with them. I was so livid this morning. I already set up an appointment with Bright House. Okay, I'm gonna go with Bright House. And I, and I, I don't mind either one. I was just thinking, well, I've always done cable. Maybe I'll see what the whole satellite thing's all about. I love it. I know, but I always love cable too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really the only thing I really want. Is the NBA League Pass? Can you get that on Bright House? Yeah. Oh, then, then what yeah, the hell? Then, then you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I can't get the NFL package, which I was kind of looking forward to. Yeah, that's really co- fun. I'll just come over to your place and watch. Mm. Already packed. What do you mean you're already packed, it, dude? It's not even. You haven't even had the draft yet. I'm booked. <laughs> you, you can't be booked, dude. The season hasn't even. I don't even know the schedules come out. I'll see. I'll, I'll try to get you a table. It might be near the kitchen. I'm sorry. Does I'm still good for week six through nine, right? Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. Asses. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Dubs. Yeah. You're going to be so jealous. What happened? Guess who I just added? Who? 
Bob Olson. Oh, I already got him. What? I beat you to him a long time ago. I already got him. How many of our program directors are on this damn thing? Uh, All of them. Catherine isn't. Ah, Catherine, yeah. I'm saying former. She'll come around. I hear Stone has a secret one. Why don't we have it? I don't think he wants it out there. So? Maybe he we'll can hide it in there. Him and Tommy's, they can get together and be friends. <laughs> and Matt's secret one. Oh, Dan's is on there. On where? Private one. You found it? Yeah, he added me. Same here. What is this other music? Trouble. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> that would have been good six months ago. <laughs> Hey, uh, so Dubs, you going home after the show? Oh, sure am. Where is it you live? <laughs> I don't care. The Arbors. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's the only thing you take away any of his power. <laughs> I just did you a favor. What? I dumped it. For Why? Because it's on the net. It is. The dumb doesn't dump out the net. Yeah, but they're out of town. What do they care? I don't care. What are people gonna do? So funny. That, that probably pisses Tommy off the most when you just rip away the power that he has. Whatever, I'll tell you the complex. You want an address? A hole? I, I used to give out my uh, social security number on the air. You did, didn't you? Stupid ass. I, I remember that. That's why you have such bad credit. Some dumbass in mid Michigan has your social security number. No, some dumbass in mid Michigan named Justin Johnson uh, went out and uh, ruined uh, his credit by not paying his student loan. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oops. All right, I guess we're done. Good times. Chunks? Heard it first on the hideout. Of course, the big thing, there was the tape. Bush and Chernoff, Chernoff warned about Katrina. Senate OK's limiting Patriot Act powers. Consumer reports. Top car picks all Japanese. Nice. Hey, Dubs, Bobo from uh, Maryland wants to know, when he comes down and visits, can he stay at your house? Aww. At the Arbors? <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not dumping it anymore. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you should let Bobo stay with you. I only have a one-bedroom, so. So? He says he knows he's outside now. He's uh, by the lap pool. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever, then. <laughs> I know, it's not like what's-his-name doesn't have it. Yeah, uh, not Hefe has not it. Not Hefe knows we uh, if it. If not Hefe has it, everybody knows it. All right, we will, um, what, see you guys tomorrow, I guess. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, Midday Spill, Spa in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Uh, question authority and stay classy. Hideoutheretics.net if you want to be somebody. We're out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. Aye, five thousand.